The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. Holy crap. Travis's camera just went out and just came back on. That tells you. So any, any listener or anybody that's watching this on YouTube, Travis's camera, 30 minutes. That's what it's got. It's got 30 minutes before it shuts off. So that's how long we've been talking since before we just hit this button. So we that I think we actually had an official like meeting before we recorded is what it seems like. I've, are you are we already sick of each other after 30 minutes? Is that Tom, are you sick sick of us yet? Yes. Yes. Okay. Travis, are you sick of us? Are you? What? Is that English? Are you What'd sick you of us say? yet? Are you sick <laughs> no, too? No, I love Tom. Tom's an effing beauty. You though, oh. you suck. Oh, perfect. All right. I'm hitting the button. <laughs> we, 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 we're three guys who like to talk pinball. So we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis down who talk pinball. And we call ourselves Triple Drain. Best song ever. It is a great song. It is a great song. Shout out to Jason for giving us that. Jason, Pinball Party. Pinball Party uh, has officially left uh, TPN. Um, No bad blood, no problem at all. But he left, so definitely check. Make sure, because he's still making episodes, make sure you subscribe to him on his own channel. Travis is holding his hand up. What do you want? You told me no doom and gloom, and I felt bad for telling you you sucked. But then, as I raised my hand, you went straight to something else's doom and gloom. That's so not doom know, and gloom. I don't know what to think right now. Jason's still doing his thing. He just He's just doing TPN. it on his own. You just announced yeah. it. He's doing his. I did, it's not. This is not new news. He's doing okay. his own thing. Just make sure well, if you guys have me. enjoyed Pinball Party. Now. He has his own. It's a, his own separate channel. So shout out Jason. Appreciate. It. God, Travis, what do you want? <laughs> I extended my apology to you. You just went right over it. You're like my wife. I say I'm sorry, and you're just you just go off and do something else. You want I forgive you? Is that the, are those the words? No, you're no, no. For? I I just want to be heard. That's all. That's I hear all. you. Okay, and I see you. I don't think the bouncing hand will carry through to the final video, but I wish it did because it's, <laughs> it's great. It's the only way I can get your attention. Oh boy! All right, what was it? Uh, Tom has like an air horn sound, but didn't you do that once? <laughs> you used your soundboard to like, that's how yeah, you got it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have it here anymore. <laughs> you know, All I right. just noticed, guys, we messed up. We what? talked for 30 minutes and we forgot to type out. I got it. Just the I notes. got the roadmap. You I got, got it the right roadmap. here. Oh, yep. God help us. What yeah. would we do without Joel? You would, this would, you just would be, you'd function. probably be more successful. I bet. You could do it. <laughs> you could do it for sure. This is I the Travis podcast hey the remember remember originally Welcome it was to gonna be a tom hey. Graf solo podcast it was and then I it became a tom and travis podcast and i somehow inserted myself into the mix so you know True. the what ifs this could be this could what what could have been we felt bad for the imagine, stray what can imagine we say? me imagine me talking for like 30 <laughs> minutes I don't, 30 minutes, exactly. There wouldn't be a two hour long podcast. That's for sure. There's zero chance at that. Um, but all right. Well, uh, topic number one, topic number one on our list was Venom. There have been more and more people have played Venom and it has been entertaining watching the uh, people's thoughts. It has been entertaining watching people's thoughts on their first initial experience. I've seen some that are really good. You know, there's a lot of LE buyers out there that are like, this game's awesome. They love the way it shoots. 
somebody, I think somebody said like this, they feel this is like one of the best fan layouts ever. Uh, I know Hottie Frisco Pinball just got his. He's raving, loving it. Um, but then there's other people, whether it's on Pinside or, you know, huge shout out to the one, the only Carrie Hardy. Carrie Hardy made a video on his initial impression on, on um, Venom. Carrie actually used uh, a clip from my streams he also used a clip from the pinball company travis's video on on um supporting his how, views how did that compare yeah i'm curious <laughs> yes um notice he didn't use any of my clips <laughs> yeah <laughs> he should have just got all, all three of them in there but um carrie had the view of he he did not he has not enjoyed venom and um and i am it, shocked <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie all- <laughs> talking bad about a pinball game yeah, on his YouTube yeah. channel? No. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen. So I know I get it. I get that the initial imp- the initial reaction when Venom was revealed was that it was wide open or there mo- there wasn't much there. And I will say Zach at flipping out just recently swapped out the Venom Pro that I had for a Venom Premium. And now that I have one here in the house and actually looking at what's going on in the background there, there's a lot of mechs actually there. For, for the up-down ramps and the diverters that are needed for the game to change the way it does, there's a lot of mechs back there that you don't even realize are there until you play the game. So is are there obvious mechs, stuff popping out of the play field and whatnot? It's not as obvious as some other games out there on the market. But once you actually play the game and realize how different it shoots depending on your character, I don't know. I at now see the value or see what is what is added with the premium in LE. Travis, I know you have a premium at the pinball company. Do you agree with that? I mean, and I know Tom, you've played the premium, but I don't think you've played a pro, right? No, I played pros. You've played both? Mm-hmm. Do you see or do you feel that there's a big difference between the premium and pro? I mean, it, there's there's a significant difference. Um, yeah, I mean, cause you have like, just like you said, you have all the mechs in there that, that change your, your paths and shots yeah. and everything. So, but, uh, I kind of like the pro better. Oh, okay. And why is that? Yeah. Just a little more wide open. You can see the shots better. That's main, main reason. I wish they did the doppelganger in the pro. Yeah. Yeah. But, that is a fun mech. Doppelganger in the Pro is a wide open shot. It's one shot. Doppelganger in the Premium is three small targets, and it makes it a challenge. Like actually hitting the right target is a challenge. While the Doppelganger on the Pro is like boom, you just hit up, hit the wide open shot, very easy. Travis, you've you've played both. You you've had more time. No, on. no, you haven't played a just premium. the Pro. Yet. We have a premium, but I just stare at it and walk by it and go <laughs> to the Pro. I will say <laughs> I just haven't had time yeah. to play it yet. I'll play it next week when I get back from Super Series. I'll play it to get prepared for the Stern Pro Circuit Championship. Mm. I'm gonna pick it the whole entire time. Yes. Ooh. There's I will say it's a hot take. I've 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 put more time on the pro. The pro is easier. I I abs- I actually think the pro is easier, and it's because the shots don't change. Once you figured it out, you figured it out. It's not like it's ever gonna change. The horseshoe was a relatively safe shot, uh, in my opinion, both sides of it. So there were, in my opinion, multiple consistent, reliable, safe shots in that game in the pro that now all of a sudden with the premium, 
are not as consistent or reliable. Um, for example, the Gwyn. Gwyn, on the Pro, it's just a horseshoe. But on a premium, that's when the middle 180 ramp is actually all the way up and acts like the horseshoe. So you would think Gwyn, when you pick Gwynnum, it would be almost the exact same as what you get with the Pro. But it's not. When you go through the right side of the horseshoe, there's an up-down post that'll actually come up and slow down the ball or stop the ball. And I found that actually can cause the ball to like now go a little bit to the left towards the middle of the game, like middle of the flippers or that little bit of holdup throws off your timing. Like it actually, in my opinion, the up-down post hurts it. It doesn't help. It doesn't, it's not a safety measure. Um, or because there's a diverter back there that can change it, like that diverter makes that shot a little clunkier than on the pro because it's just a stagnant horseshoe. So it's like little stuff like that, that I do personally like the premium more because I love how the game is changing based on your character. But if you're, if you want to focus solely on shots, the pro is probably the, the way to go in that sense, because it is a smoother way, but that's, that's not unheard of. I mean, there are people that argue Godzilla pro is better than premium because of that. People argue, um, Avengers pro is better than the premium because of that. Like just, you know, you start removing mechs out, you get more smooth, consistent, reliable shots. Am I now crazy here's there? the real question. Mm. Did you read the roll card? <laughs> so, so this is not a dig at anybody <laughs> in particular, but, but hypothetically, if you were going to put out, speaking, hypothetically, yes, Hi, this is if all you were hypothetical, going to like, everybody, like, everybody, like potentially, this is put, hypothetical. <laughs> if you're, if you're potentially going to put your opinion, with this statement. if you're going to put right. your opinion out to the pinball masses, you yes. know, on, on what your views are, your initial impressions on the code and how easy it is to understand the code, you would think you <laughs> hypothetically, might hypothetically, hypothetically we hypothetically, think we think you think you might you might maybe read the rules you might no i understand the rule card which is on every pinball machine ever lower left right there boom rule card that's a lot to ask that's a lot to, that's like 10 sentences what's <sighs> way ask. more to ask is a 32 page pdf that dwight wrote that's on the stern website i get that i get that and I get now, that a 32 page PDF may be now, too much. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I've heard people talking about this. Mm. And I don't I don't know where this is coming from. Yes, I will contend it's 32 pages. But <laughs> if you've actually gone to read it, mm. it is literally like whoever wrote that. I assume Dwight did it. It's almost like the way I would write my papers in high school to try to get away with making the font as big as possible. The margins as big <laughs> as possible because I want to lengthen out my paper as much as I can. Like, there's just no comparison. So I you don't think there's 32 or, pages of content triple there. spaced. <laughs> there's not 32 <laughs> pages of content on there. They have a full page of DJ Mixer stuff on yeah. there. I mean, why I mean, does some... I mean, it's fine. No, what I'm saying is, is yes, it is thorough mm -hmm. for what it is, but people are just completely losing their minds by psyching themselves out that they have to know 32 pages worth of content. Like I'm here to tell you, there's only, there's less than 1% of players in the world that even need to know that because they're even capable of doing that. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, you don't have to know an entire rule set. 
the first, enjoy it. The first picture is just a big picture of Venom, too. Yeah, okay, 30, that's the first page. So it's really right. only 31. <laughs> 31. There so, you go. So what's the second page, we, then? Probably table <laughs> content. No, I'm dead sure no, We got plenty he's, of time. Let's look through it real quick. All right. Page two, how to and rule guide. Like that's yeah. all it. It just tells you an overview, real quick. It's just like, an if, overview. If, if, if you like, what, if the argument is if the argument is it's not thirty two pages, it's only thirty. I still that's a. I I think the argument. I understood here, when I got in the pinball, there would be no reading whatsoever. <laughs> like, like, what do people? What do I people need a want out of modern pinball? Okay, so what do people really want out of modern pinball? Do we want EM rule sets, Joel? No. Is that what I, we want? No. Do we want just like a little drop target? I I do we want just I I really think that Mm -hmm. every game should have the exact same rules, exact (laughs) same score. There you go. And just change the layout. Just change the theme. And I I have even a better idea. We should come up with a rule set to where we don't even have modes in the game. We just do combos. And guess what? We just have three colors for those combos. But how would you tell somebody they're doing a combo? How would you show them that? Yeah, I would I would just point and I would say you hit this shot uh-huh. and then you hit this shot with well, the same if, wait 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 the what if color? the shots color the oh. shots aren't lit <laughs> Oh there's no light hit it. no light oh, oh no, no. You, don't, you don't touch it you don't <laughs> deal with it you just you just hit that's so, what I would do we should do so a rule confusing. set confusing yeah we should do a rule set with three colors mm. and then you know what yeah yeah we should yeah. we should do a rule set too with like a green triangle like mm. light that represents a lock. Does it say lock? I think it says lock. And then you just, you hit it. And then it eventually the yeah. machine will spit out more balls that you can keep <sighs> above the flippers. So that's okay. So one of the things I said in our chat earlier was, I think most people that when they walk up to a pinball machine, they want to know two things. They want to know how do I start a mode? How do I start a multi-ball? If you're a tournament player, then you go like, how do I get a play field X? How do I get right, out of the ball? The, like, there's a little more there. Di- that's yeah, completely yeah, 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 different, yeah. though. I but, mean, a tournament player, it, here's the thing, Joel. Here's the mm. thing. And, and people have to get this out of their heads. Yeah. If you're a casual, right, or you just play and you don't play in tournaments, then yeah, yeah you, yeah, you, yeah, you don't need to know how to maximize your points. Don't you're playing care. the game for an entirely different reason, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's perfectly cool. Like, good on you. So that means you can explore the play field a little bit more. You can find out what's going on because that's part of the fun. Now, if you're not going to have fun by doing that, what's your other choice? You have to learn the rules. Yeah. How do you learn the rules if you're not going to shoot around and figure it out? Well, you got to read the rule card. We right? can go We can go a few different ways here. So we're going to go all the ways, Joel. Okay. So two, the two <laughs> things that come to mind, right? Okay. You have a, you have stuff like we're putting a video this to game, bed tonight. right? You yeah. have something like a video game. Now, yeah, some Tom. people hate how certain <laughs> modern games have like a tutorial thing. They're like, I just want to play the video game. Yeah, While skip you look over at, the tutorial. But yeah, you look at other games, fine. they talk about like how Super Mario Brothers, you know, level 1-1 is a perfect intro because it puts obstacles in your way. You only have two buttons and you got to figure out, oh, I have to jump or I have to this. Some people want that. They say, don't, don't spoon feed me how to play the game, but... Make it something that you can figure out as you go. But and how I do think we do that for pinball? Games aren't linear. Like yeah, the, how, I, how do like we do that for pinball? Game. Do we it. say when? Like, do I treat it like I do with my twin daughters? When the ball gets close <laughs> to your flipper, you 
flip. You flip. Yep. Yeah. So like, is that the tutorial? If we're going to go back to people want modes and people want multi-ball, they're, maybe they're looking at the play field going, where, where is there a physical ball lock? Okay, obviously right there. So I'm going to keep shooting in that direction to see if it locks a ball. Maybe that's how they think they get to multi-ball. Otherwise, they might. They might read the rule card to, to you know learn how to get to the multi-ball. Maybe, 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 they do. maybe, 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 but a mode, I would say modern pinball. Most people are, how do I get into a mode? How do I get into something? And usually the safe bet with a stern game is ramp, ramp. You hit both ramps and then you find whatever shot starts the mode. Like that's pretty safe. Unless it's rush and you got to, you know, light a record and all that. Right. I mean, that's. Or walking dead or Avengers. <laughs> or now, but or... now James Bond code, <laughs> latest James Bond code. You don't even have to do ramp ramp. It's just one ramp. One ramp starts a villain right. mode. It's like a bozo villain mode Woo! now. Straight in the villain <laughs> one mode. Time yep. and you're one in ramp. Yep. <laughs> I'm in it. And, but then there's others, some of the classic older games. It's you hit whatever shot you hit. You just hit it three times and you're watching the inserts yeah. light up. So I get that there's, those are certain like staples that it's like, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Well, guess what? Venom is not that. Venom is not that. They're trying something new. So I could understand how people that are not stuck, but set in their ways of what they think most games, how you attack them. Venom is different than that. But it still doesn't make any sense though, because I've heard some people comparing it to attack from Mars in a way that they're like, I wish that the rule set was like attack from Mars to where you just fill up a certain area and stuff like that. And it's like Venom is kind of attack from Mars to light. It, if you really look at it. I was just going to say, it's kind of slightly shot. like that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's why when people are talking about, I wish it was like attack from Mars. I'm like, bro, it's literally, is just one shot. Like you're getting, so many people are just getting in their own way and, and instead psyching of themselves hitting a out. shot three times on a ramp, you're hitting the lit light. Two. Two. You're yeah. getting two you shots. One shot, and then you follow it, and you hit it for a second shot. Yes. That's it. But that's all you need. That's it. And you Six said shots. you threatened to read the... Do you have the card? You don't have the card. I have you it threatened right in to front read of it. me. I didn't just threaten it. It's a promise, Joel. So what We're is gonna... the wording on the Venom card that explains okay. the mini modes? Because that's literally the base okay, of the yeah. game, and people can't get... They can't wrap their head around it. It literally says, battle modes, complete mm -hmm. color-coded mini combos to collect lights in the grid. Complete three lights and be at level 10 to qualify battles with Riot, Phage, Agony, and Lasher. Shoot police station ramp to start battle. In battle, shoot red and blue lights quickly to defeat foe. Increase your level for more power in battles. I okay. like Unless somebody literally does not know what a combo is or doesn't know what a grid is, I don't know <laughs> how else... Stern can explain well, this any easier for people to understand. And I know one of the reviews like I said, to comprehend that. somebody's like, I just kept picking Spidey because I couldn't tell what, what any differences were between the characters. It's like the LCD it screen says it on the LCD. Says it very clearly. When you choose your host over on the right, it says very clearly what, what the advantages are of the characters. So Their whole shtick about yeah. selling this game on all the promos is choose your host yeah. changes the game you look at any promo you see it <laughs> it even says it on the roll card choose yeah. a host each host has a special advantage in physical layout and play field changes like it tells I get it. you i get it i mean and and 
like we weren't Tom, we weren't we, we weren't singling we do, anybody Tom? out. Let's we weren't answer. we weren't singling anybody out. But I will say I do like at the end of Gary Hardy's video, he admitted to not reading the rule card. So is, I agree. I, I, do, about, I do appreciate that, that he admitted I heard about it. that, and I was just like, bro, no. But that's like, me. I couldn't believe when somebody told me that. But that's what he's saying, is he's like, I am admitting that I put forth zero effort before stepping in front of that game to, to try to learn how to play the game. So... Why is it then? Okay, let's just let's take a step back here. Maybe maybe Tom can help us because I'm sure he he deals with some unique people. Tom is wise in his, in his line of work. Yeah. So, what like how would somebody play Venom and not be able to tell that? And th again, this isn't about anybody. I'm just talking like in general because obviously there's multiple people that are having this issue for some reason. How would somebody not be able to tell if they hit one shot that's a certain color? <laughs> that it moves to another part of the play field. And how would they also not be able to look at the grid that's prominently on the middle of the play field and tell that it has the same colored lights? Like how are, how are people not corresponding that? And that's the thing, like I, I think with this game, it can't get any simpler than what it is. So if you can't play this game, like anybody should know how to color coordinate lights. We've all played Simon, right? A freaking game where you just go, Doo! Yeah, it's literally that. That's what this game is. And people, so people, have people have convinced themselves it's they have to know like all these different combos and memorize it. Hell, the combo stays lit for what ten seconds? It stays lit forever. It gives you plenty of time. It wants you. The whole game is designed for you to get through it. It's completely designed for you to win. And it's like, if you can't understand it from the very base, it's, I don't, I don't know. Well, because compared to anything else Stern has put out, I don't think it's that complicated. All things considered. Because yes, I will, I will go ahead and say that some games, I could see how it'd be extremely confusing for a casual to come up. And I think even Venom, would, it would be the same thing for somebody that's a complete casual that doesn't know how to log in, that just wants to throw in a couple of quarters bat around the ball. Yeah. But we're talking about people that consume pinball content that listen to podcasts that watch videos that are go to shows. I, I don't, I don't know how more dumbed down that this can get for people to understand. I really don't. And I think people are just getting in their own way with it, that they've, they've convinced themselves that pinball is just so complicated that they don't get it. And they, they're not, for whatever reason, they're not taking a rule set, right? Because like we talked about earlier, we're talking about 31 pages, right? You don't have to know the whole thing. You can segment it out. All you have to know is, how do I start a mode? That's all you have to know. Well, Tom's and, got the answer. Yeah, He's ready. It's, it's like, that's, that's all you have to know. <laughs> then how do you start a multiple? You know, well, it's, you can't start a mode in, in Venom, Travis. But that's the thing. It's, and that's the whole point. There's not even a mode there. So it should be so much easier to understand because it tells you on the rule card you know, where people, where people should get confused, which is perfectly fine, is if you do start a mode in any other game, you may not know how to play it properly. You may not understand oh, the mean, sequences, yeah. the you, scoring, what doubles it. Yeah, that, that yeah. I get. But we're talking about just simply just hitting basic shots at this point with Venom. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Go ahead. You're a beauty. Know, I don't know what I was going to say. 
Well, Tom, you played it. You were actually the first of the three of us that played it. Yeah, and I and you happen to have your streaming. And I was like, it. I don't know what I'm doing, but yeah. I'm scoring a lot of points. This is but right. that's a, that's a question. Maybe that's a question, though. I mean, you are very good at pinball and have played a lot of pinball. But I'm you're like saying it. in that initial first game of playing pinball, yeah. you scored a lot of points. I'm assuming because you're following the blinky light. Yes. But you said I had no idea what I was doing. So whatever you were doing, it wasn't it wasn't obvious I, I what knew you were doing. Something but not Tom did you follow the blinky lights I did I there did. you go you that's literally 80% of the game <laughs> did like you coordinate you fi- you though figured it out I hit a blue shot and so now I should hit the other flashing blue shot did you did you correlate those or you just saw I'm more pretty more sure shots, I so you just did it's them. been a while since I first played it but there's I video evidence so. yes we could go back and see it we could Tom is- we could do well I will say I mean I think it is um you know, theoretically, you could knock out your mini modes, your combos, your three combos very quickly. You could do it in six shots, or if you do the skill shot, you could do it even less. Five but shots. That's if it. You're, yeah, if you're starting from scratch, if you're starting for level one, I could understand the confusion of, okay, I did that, but I now, I mean, you can't do the battle yet because you well, don't yeah, know. Of course, you know, if I it's could understand your first the confusion game, at that point. If it's your first yes. game, yeah. But we're talking about people who have played it like eight or ten or a dozen times. Yeah. They're still confused. That part, I, I don't yeah. understand. I don't know I, what's going on. I think when I that. played it at first, the most confusing thing was like, okay, I, I got, I, I got my locks, you know, and now like, how do I, how, how do I get another lock? I want to lock yeah. the ball again, you know, for Mayhem multiple. Right. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't drawn out to me like that i you know usually it's like you got to do this to get your lock you know yeah you hit two stand-up targets that say light lock you know exactly (laughs) something like that yeah or you hit the lock shot you know but there was there was nothing lit the other thing is i think might be confusing to people is the whole mayhem multi-ball where you have to hold the that button right away to cancel out the multi-ball from starting. Now, I could see a lot of people walking up to a game like, oh, shit, what the hell just happened? How did he mm-hmm. get six balls and I only got two? You know, that yeah. kind of thing. But, those, but that all takes effort in learning the game, right? Of I mean, course. Because well, if, that if, part takes effort in just reading <laughs> the rule card because it's right there, yeah. too. Like, if like, Nobody reads know. that yeah. rule card. <laughs> if a complete... Not novice stepped up to the game they could hit two green lights and they'd be in a multi-ball that's so all they're the, doing is two shots novice. And multi- like, like they anybody. play pinball or they're just no, anybody the that street. walks up there anybody that walks up the street i mean they could see oh i see two green arrows mistakenly hit them both and they're in a multi-ball which they is would, good in a way because they're right. probably pumped they're in a multi-ball but if you get somebody off the street they have no idea yeah they have no idea they will be so confused over the fast lock system they don't even know there's a ball in a shooter lane. They'll Joel. be confused on they have how no to idea. pick a character. You know. Oh, they. Yeah. Oh, you'll see it. They'll just flip around and then they'll look down. There's no <laughs> yeah. ball going. They'll look up. They'll look here. They'll look back down. They'll flip around some more. Yeah. They'll push the start button a few more times. What? If, That's what, what if, happens every single time. What if they did this? Okay, they have an LCD. Mm. What if they had, you know, Joel or Travis on there and say. Hey, this is, you know, I'm yada yada person. This is how you play Venom. And then like they take you through the game on the freaking LCD and explain things. A quick tutorial? A quick tutorial on the game. 
Yeah, I think Stern can do that technically now if they wanted to, because Carl has all those little mini screens that goes up for him, right? Yeah, and the, so those, like, why, those why can't play that like be really quick. But I'm saying like an actual person, like have Jack Danger, right. like hey, this Jack Danger, I'm going to show you how to well, play this. Blah, blah, blah. The problem you know? is, is how could somebody hear that? <laughs> oh, on location, yeah. yeah. You know There's, what I mean? Like, buy I think a it would Stern be... headphone kit for a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be cool yeah. if they would actually put the tutorials at the the uh, double flip buttons or whatever instead of going through the menu and playing. Like, choose a tutorial. That way, you can go through it. There Maybe it can be voice narrated, something like that. I think that that is sorely needed, especially for home users, because yeah, there is some things that. That people don't understand, but again, that goes back to you run up to you your bartender at, and you go, "Turn that fucking music down! I gotta hear that <laughs> shit. I gotta learn how to play this pinball I game. Mean, it's like this it's, ping pong game. <laughs> pinball rule sets are just a weird thing, though, because yeah. it, people want deeper games. There's yeah. one section that wants deeper games, and they should be deeper because of the price of them. You don't want something super shallow. Who wants to pay ten grand for something and you're done within two days? And then you got another group of people of that they're not going to buy the game new in box, but they want the game to be super easy to understand. And they're just going to go play it on location. Like that's what they like. Mm -hmm. Some games are like that. Some games aren't. But to me, it's just like people just have to understand that when you play pinball, you don't necessarily have to know everything. Yeah, you don't. You, I no, mean, you definitely don't No, But we'll look at it this way. Like how many people are getting to a wizard mode during a game. I mean, not everybody. Many, I mean. Not, yeah, not too many. So people <laughs> won't experience that. And that's the whole reason why a rule set like Venom exists. That's the whole reason why we put a rule set at the very beginning of a game for somebody to actually see. So it's not like there's a bunch of people out there studying how to beat a wizard mode. Like it's just not realistic. You know, yeah. I, I just, I just think people, people just need to enjoy pinball the way that they want to enjoy it. And just stop psyching themselves out. Like it's just pinball. Just have fun. Like attach it to something that's, else. That's the big know? thing. Have fun. Yeah, yeah it's but it's just, some people it's just weird. They're like, I can't have fun because I don't know what I'm doing. And I've and I've I've interviewed a handful of pinball designers, and the thing that always that I always ask them is like, how do you like how do you do like I think it's an impossible task to write a code set that pleases the Carl D'Angelo's of the world that can, that want super crazy, multi, all that craziness and a complete novice that they can step up and have a good time. Like it is, how do you, how do you find that balance? And I think Dwight himself, Travis is gone. Hi, um, Travis. Dwight himself. Hi Tom. Had <laughs> freaking beauty. Hi. Thank you. So Dwight did Munsters. Dwight did right. Munsters and Munsters was specifically, it was supposed to be a, a, an easy to understand a, like rule set and they got they people laid into them for it so a venom is the exact opposite of like let's try something that's very different than all other pinball games out there like you can't you can't please everybody right but here's the here's the funny part about monsters though i guarantee you during that time frame if you ask somebody if somebody said oh this rule set's super shallow and they're bagging on it and everything yeah if you ask them like okay well tell me what each mode does or tell me how to actually get through this game yeah. They wouldn't be able to tell you. It's just a lot of people just get in their heads that something's a certain way. Now, that's not to say that Munsters isn't a shallow rule set compared to everything else. Yeah, but that's mm -hmm. the way it was meant to be. So with this, I, I just think the other thing to consider is that if your skill set only takes you so far, 
you're not going to be able to enjoy a rule set to its fullest. Sure. You're just not. You're going to be fighting I've, against the pen the entire time. That. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, I think a lot of people experience that. They don't want to admit it, that they're having that rough of a time. So it just becomes, well, I just don't understand the rule set. It's like, no, Larry, maybe your live catches are just <laughs> off. You know, Larry. Yeah, but there's, yeah. Just, there's nothing wrong with setting your game up in a home environment so that you can play the game easier too. Oh yeah. No, that's what people you know, should except do. Except for I, you I, and me, Travis, but that's exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, I've definitely I, never I, done that. I've never made a game easier for myself. Well, honestly, I mean, shame. <laughs> I would tell people that are complete, that are novices or new to pinball. And we talked about this before. There's nothing wrong with setting no. your game to five to 10 ball. Make the game something There's you, no, yeah. it's your game. Make sure yes. you're having fun with it. I did it Make on it Rush. Easier. I yeah. made, I made Rush easier in the code. Because I think at some point they did a code change that made it harder. Yep. And I remember making a comment and Ray was like, Joel, just set it to home mode or easy mode. Nobody's winning was, a world no. championship in their basement. Like no. you're not playing game nine of IFBA against Johannes. Just set yeah. the damn game to 10 balls, set everything to easy and Joel out. That's all mm. you got to do. So I will say, I mean, I had Godfather here and Godfather, the code in that is so much more complex than Venom. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. No, I'm just saying it is. I'm talking like, to Tom. We're talking oh. about something else. But no, yes, Godfather, like yes. Godfather, if you want to talk about complex yes. code, yes. Let's that talk about is Godfather. Something, and I've experienced that with yeah. a lot of the JJP games where I think the games really are designed for people that are ready to really learn uh, their home use environment, ready to learn. And people dogged on, on Toy Story 4 because they thought it was too shallow. But Toy Story 4 had a much more approachable code or rule set than Guns N' Roses or Godfather. And it's mm -hmm. just you can't. You can't have it all, but I'm, I will say after spending a lot of time on Venom, I'm really enjoying Venom. Like I like it a lot. And there's something about that XP system, uh, between 0.91 and 0.92, uh, they made Grendel and Noel harder. I'd already beat Noel three times. I had beat him. It would take me, it was under an hour and 30 minutes <laughs> and it was like in the 40 ish level range is all I Humble needed to brag. Beat. That's, uh, but people Old that Joel. listen to this or see my stream, they know my skill set. And but I've, I think I've that's, only beaten all once, Joel. Well, uh, Travis once. did it in two times in one game, so. Um, <laughs> I but, didn't say that. No, Joel, you did have I a video of it. Joel, you I think, I, <laughs> I think yeah. your skill set at pinball has improved dramatically yeah. over the past two yes. years. And you, I wish, and I'll say this, so, you know, don't, don't let this go to your head because I don't like saying nice shit about you ever. But... <laughs> I think if people watch, like, what excites me about your pinball play is that people can actually watch it over a long period of time and mm. see the improvement and your proof of what happens if you play a game consistently and you ask the right questions. Yep. That's what happens. Now, it doesn't mean like all of a sudden we're going to get you out there and take 88th at Cleep in or anything like that. No. Let me let me find that proved. Abe Clips uh, yeah. YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best video. No, it, there is there is genuine truth to that, though, of like every every game that I stream or borrow from Zach, it's there. There is improved like things improve over time. And normally my plan with streaming a game is first stream. I just want to do it on my own. I want to see how much of the game I can discuss, like find on my own. And I want to try to find the shots like you guys have the ability to find the shots on almost any pin within like four flips of a flipper. I don't know how you do it, but I can't find shots that fast. So called having no life, Joel. Ah, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> right. So 
but then stream two, I am fortunate, yes, that to have a designer like an Eric Minier or a Dwight Sullivan to be on there and explain the game. You know, I've played the game enough now that I actually feel like I have good questions on, can you clarify this? Can you explain that? That is super helpful. And I'm glad that I am in a position where I can have those conversations and share those conversations to hopefully educate anybody watching me. I love it even more that Travis had to watch that video hey, of me streaming to learn how to God play the game. God bless Dwight it. Sullivan for just <laughs> setting it. through that and trying well, to coach you through bricking all those posts. No, I loved it. He, Doing I, it God's was work over there at <laughs> <Yeah>. Stern. <laughs> um, I, I won't forget. Yeah, there was one point where I was, I went to ask a question. He goes, hey, Joel, just just focus for a second and try to beat Grendel. <laughs> like, he wanted me to stop talking just to try to, anyways. I you love know that. you're talking a lot when Dwight's like, yeah, Dwight Whoa. is telling you, bro, <laughs> down, buddy. Bro. bro, take a breath, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was great. It was great, and I'm glad I can have it. And I know Carrie called me out on that on the video. You know, it's not like all of us can have the the designer of the game coach us through. And I get that. I understand. But that is there's a YouTube video out there. There's plenty yeah. of information out there, and you can either take that information and do what you want with it. Or you don't do it at all, and then you just live with the repercussions of that or the consequences or just the reality mm. that you create around you. I mean, it's like anything else. We do anything else in life. We don't put any effort towards learning it. We just want to know it. Yeah. How's that going to work? Like it's, it's like my kids whenever they come <laughs> back home and they're just like, I don't understand this in class. All right, Carter, have you read your textbook? No, dad, I haven't. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, mm. let's you know, start maybe there. you want to, yeah, let's start there and yeah. then we can go. But, that, you know, that's cool. If you don't want to read, then don't read, just play the game. And then I guarantee after 15, 20 games, you're going to start figuring out what's going on. Yeah. Like that's yeah. pinball. I, that's what you do. The, the only time that that's really frustrating, though, is if the layout of the game is super hard because then you're playing the game 15, 20 times. And you feel like you barely did anything because you just keep training. I don't think Venom is that case. Venom, the layout is relatively forgiving. And it wants open. the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, Eddie you wants should, the ball to go to your flipper. You should be able to discover this game easier than others. But I just, we're, one of the questions we're going to address later on is what are our favorite games? And I think that's, that's going to tell a lot about us because that's, that's one thing I love about pinball is there are, there's such a variety of games out there that, it's some people are very attracted to very easy to understand rule sets and they may be, you know, that's where a game like a medieval madness or something that really screams to them. Oh my gosh. Now I see why Dwight said what he said. I can't well, hold that pose anymore. Well, we should I, do that right now. We well, you just want to go right, right into now. it. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't right. see it on the production notes or I mean, anything. It was thing number four in my head, but it was, well, it was number two. Yeah. Uh, your mom. <laughs> okay. Burn! Got him! Got him! And my uh, mom likes you too. <laughs> I knew uh, her judge a character oh, of shit. Man. <laughs> how is it taking forty? You nice, that old boy. How is it taking? Travis is leaving. <laughs> 43 episodes He's for the first year mom joke. So I, don't, I don't know. That took so long. Oh, boy. All right. Damn well, it. Walked right into that. <laughs> Shit. 
Let's just edit uh, that part out. Yeah, yeah, I'll let it. I got a reputation to uphold. Tom, we got to go with top five games we haven't heard from you. Okay, yes. So the, the preface here is Kineticist. I actually had this idea. Believe it or not, I'm, I'm giving myself a little credit. Oh, here we this go. Is, humble brags again. Yeah, humble brag. My God. This was my... Um, I, I'm, I'm, you Can guys we do place... this like 20 podcasts ago? No, I don't we think did. we had three or something. Yeah. yeah, I think we did. I don't think we did. Maybe it's top three rule set. I think it was I think my it was idea. Was. I'm just so saying. So how are we going to do this? Are we doing from five to one? Like, how are we doing this, Tom? I think Tom, we yep. need like. I mean, it's Joel's v- idea. Let's start a three. VH1 <laughs> and even... shit. And, and... <laughs> what I... I like that callback. I know. I think a lot of people, my guesses aren't going to be crazy, but you guys have played so much pinball that I'm curious. Like I, I've, I've always been genuinely curious what you consider your top five favorite games. So I was like, I'm going to ask these guys, but I realized what if we got more people to do this all at once? So I reached out to Kineticist because Colin is a really nice guy and he's really doing a great job with reaching out to media creators. So he pushed it out to everybody. I love it. Loser Kid's already done it. I've already listened to... Um, uh slap save has done theirs um there's more than uh, silverball chronicles it like there are there are people doing this so i'm excited to see the compiled answers so yes the question is what are your top five favorite pinball machines i don't really care what order we go in do you guys oh slam tilt not slap save slam tilt i was gonna say it's yep slap save still around I no, absolutely care so. what order we go in. Okay, Travis, what order do you want to go in? I don't know. From first it, to fifth. It doesn't matter. You want to start with honorable mentions? Well, it doesn't make any sense to say our number one, because then what? You just start from the top, then you're done. Right? We got to go five and down. Five. Okay, I'll tell you, five how is did, the hardest. How did the hardest Why don't we start with five, okay. and then each <laughs> so of us say Let's just one. copy them. How'd they So do? five, they didn't, I don't feel like they actually did their top five. I think they did five, but they kind of split it up between designers, and then that's how Silverball Chronicles did it. They've they've had stories about five designers, so they did their favorite pin of five designers, and then Slam Tilt said their five least favorite pinball machines. So I actually haven't heard anybody do an authentic Top five pinball so machines. What you're saying yet. is, is well, nobody's listening right to your idea. Here yeah, pretty now. much. Okay, so we'll start at number five, number, and we're gonna go with five. Per- perfect, Tom. <laughs> what is your fifth top favorite pinball machine? Number three will shock you. <laughs> uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, I bet you weren't expecting I was that. Joel. Not expecting that. My my prediction with this was. <laughs> <laughs> number one, Rush LE. Number two, Rush Premium. Number three, Rush Pro. Number four, Rush New Box. Number five, Travis Rush is like... on location. That was my top five for Tom. <laughs> All right. So here's my number five. You ready? Yeah. Harlem Globetrotters. No way. Five. Oh, okay. Yes. Look, I'll take a picture of it right now. I believe you. To prove you. No, I'm not sending you, Joel. <laughs> Only talk to Tom. Okay, Tom. I don't care why Travis likes it. Why do you okay. like it? Yes. Uh, I just, I like older belly games but that one i really enjoy because it has the three flippers mm-hmm. and it has inline drops for your multiplier and then it lights the drop targets light your spinner so like you just have like a spinner drop target fast get your bonus up uh it's just a it's just a very fun game to me so do you own it i do okay he has one of the nicest globetrotters in the entire world 
Yep. I, uh, it I, is super nice. I, uh, when I bought it, the gentleman I bought it from uh, had a uh, gave me a play field with it to nice. uh, from CPR. So I uh, I took it home and I I restored it. Nice, so, Travis. Yeah. Why Travis, do you like it? why do you like? The game? I love it because just it's a different layout with the split flipper. I love the spinners on it. Just the sounds too. Like it mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of my early childhood playing Harlem Globetrotters on the uh, Nintendo and then seeing the commercials or the newspaper clippings for them that they're coming to town because back then we didn't quite have the internet in the early 90s. So that's what you had to rely on. But yeah, I mean, that's the stuff I like. And plus the color scheme of it too. I think it looks pretty cool. Nice. Joel, what's your number five? Uh, Harlem Globe. No. Um, my number five. This <laughs> have was you actually- ever played one before? Or you I say you're number five? Nah, I don't think if I have, I've maybe played one game on it. Okay. It was probably at Wizard World or it may have been at one of the shows. Could have been. Okay. That makes I, should, sense. I would like to play more. We'll find I, one I at like Expo. the idea of a scissor flipper. Like I like yeah, that. We'll find one at Expo and we'll just scissor me timbers all night long. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> can't wait. All right. Uh, this was the hardest one for me. Um, genuinely. And um, I think my number five is actually, I'm going to sound like a shill but it's Stranger Things Premium or LE. Stranger that, Things Premium or LE. That LA. makes sense. Yes. It that does. Is, that is my number five. <laughs> it has nothing to do. I that For sale game, right now at All yeah. Stern Distributors. All yes. Yeah. Shill, shill, shill. You can yep. buy your game. <laughs> I, there is, to me, I want pinball to feel unique. And I mean, you're saying, Travis, you really like the unique layout. You like this, you know, of, of Harbor Globetrotters. Like that stands out. And I think, what is going on with the projection mapping, the UV light kit, just the overall immersive experience that you get with Stranger Things. And then on top of that, I do like the theme. I like the Cleveland mod that adds a bunch of sound to it. And then watching my friends and family play that game, the the amount of joy they had just trying to bash that Demogorgon in the face is awesome. Like it's just a super fun game. And if you can go premium or LE, it really is unlike any other pinball machine out there. So what I would be curious is if projection mapping is part of another game down the road, whether or not like I would prefer that. Maybe that would be a theme I'd like more. I don't know. But for right now, there is no other game like 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 a Stranger Things premium Morelli. It's just it's such a unique thing that this was my hardest one. I got a lot of honorable mentions that we're all fighting for that fifth spot. But that's my number five. Stranger Things premium. What's your two honorable mentions? Um, How much much did you get paid for that, Joel? (laughs) Zero dollars. Metallica. Metallica was one of them. Metallica is a game. I've had it. I loved it. Um, I love all the mechs in it. I really enjoyed Metallica a lot. I love the theme. That was an honorable mention. Uh, Turtles is obviously an honorable mention. I love Turtles. But the challenge that I constantly have with Turtles is, is it because it's the theme? It was my dream theme. And that, that, I I feel like it's hard for me to have a true... um, unbiased opinion of the game because of how much I love the theme. And then Hobbit, believe it or not, was my fifth. If Hobbit shot better, if Hobbit shot better, that game would be beloved. I love the code in that is so good and the sound and the light show. And they got so many assets. If it just shot a little better, that game would be beloved in my opinion. So So all that though, wasn't enough to overcome the layout 
all that wasn't enough to overcome the layout for you? It was the one thing that the one the one turnoff from Hobbit is when I had it, none of my friends and family played it because they couldn't understand it. They couldn't understand it. It was too much. And so wait, you're you're judging the game bad for your own I, top it five is, because your friends and family don't play it. It takes. It is a factor. <laughs> it is, is that, a factor. Is that what's to going me. on right now? No, it's a factor. My because wife it, doesn't play any of my games. <laughs> well, but there's nothing like Hobbit. Really, it's a, we talked just you know a few minutes just ago. Needs friends, JJP games really are hard to dive into, and that that was something that they're like, I don't know what's going on, but everything's going on all at the same time, and. But I really enjoyed Hobbit. Um, well, Joel, also, don't I, let other people get you down. You yeah. like what you like, Joel. Okay. I, I was going to say, I, I was honestly, uh, earlier on, I was really affected by like what my friends and other people said mm-hmm. about games. And now I'm like, F you. I just like what I like. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't like <laughs> it, it's effing bad. Yeah, and that's <laughs> why Travis sold Toy Story and his kids hate him for it. So it's fine. <laughs> Oh, that's the way pinball should be. Yep. You know, like what you like. Even if even if you're screaming at your phone or <laughs> at your headphones listening to us, like like yeah. what you like. Don't yes, you know, you don't absolutely. have to like something just because we like it. I get it. Unless okay. Tom likes it, then you guys better like it then. Well, what Damn are straight. what are both Tom's of your number safe. four? Damn straight. Clearly, clearly you're in sync here. <sighs> this make is gonna Travis be really go weird. Make make Travis do his four for first. All right. My number four is mm, jumping jack. That is definitely not my my fourth. What is this game? You don't even know it, do you? (laughs) No. I don't want people to hear clicking of a keyboard. Joel's like, they made pinball machines back in the 70s? Jumping Jack pinball. Why? (laughs) Why is this game any good? I didn't say it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Why? Why Why does it make your top five list? (laughs) Because... It has such a weird layout that is so simplistic that obviously somebody could come up with it within like a day, but it has four flippers. They're just like wild. It has the two pops close. So you always have chaos down below and then you have just a line of drop targets. And you know what, Joel, this sometimes game. I just want to take out my nightly rage on a bunch of drop targets in front of me mm. with soggy ass flippers. That's what I want to do. That's my idea of fun. Hey, like Holy what you shit. what you just said. Like just yeah. like what you like. Now you see why I did that speech. <laughs> Wait, nobody can judge. So you me. own this. You own this game. Oh yeah, I own it. It's a fun machine. <laughs> I would jack. never sell it. So you got you have to do a skill shot uh-huh. into one of the saucers up above. If you do the proper skill shot, then you make your targets worth a whole lot more. So it's just yeah, it to me it's a fun machine. I enjoy EMs. I don't need a complicated rule set to have do fun. Your, do your twins play this or Toy Story 4 more? Just Well, obviously this, because Toy Story 4 <laughs> hit the bricks. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, you, this is your list. This is your list. You know, number four, jumping. Jacks. You be you. <laughs> yep. Tom. Tom, uh, is your number four jumping jack? That's going to report me not, the F out. It is not an EM. I have no EMs on my list. Otherwise, I would have put high card on it or like Doodlebug or something. Mm. Jump Sky Free Fall. I don't know. Okay. But I wonder if Why Joel. Why is everybody think, looking at me funny? You think Joel. Because you're supposed to be telling us <laughs> number four. Have you ever played an EM? Yes, I've played an EM. <laughs> Joel yes. just now discovered what an EM was. That's not just <laughs> like five minutes ago. Oh, boy. Joel, okay. Can you name three EMs? All the just ones three. he just did. 
I knew Doodle. Yes. <laughs> Doodle no, Grand Prix. we mentioned her off. Okay, yeah. Grand Prix. Grand Prix. Grand Prix is a good one. That's, that. one. Uh, That's one. What is it? Uh, centigrade? Okay. Centigrade, centigrade 37? What? I don't know. Or I just 38. know that people love that game. Which one do you game. like? They love 37 the or 38, <laughs> Joel? 38. Why not? Let's go with that. <laughs> I just said uh, and I knew Doodlebug because I remember that's like got a lot of love. I already said that though. I know, but I actually knew that one. I actually <laughs> okay. knew that one. Oh, okay. Uh, Bronco. Bronco's one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. How'd you well, know that? Well, I own a Bronco too. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we would have. We would have given you high props if you would have said volley, but you did not. Volley. So. I do know. Volley. Yeah, I watched that at uh, Expo down at. Um, <laughs> For finals, that was Are you awesome. Fucking kidding me right now. <laughs> what? Volley was the was the fu- what is the final game of Texas pinball? Podcast is over. It's also that is true, Joel. But is it behind him? No, Joel. <laughs> what? Five dollar volley. He, he oh, doesn't yeah. know. He doesn't. Fuck know. cities. I, I know it Mr. now. Mr. May too. Worldwide phenomenon. I know it now. The, I'm telling the you. World I'm going. Knows it, but I'm going. <laughs> From my personal experience of sitting in the room watching the final game uh, of Texas Pinball Expo, Joel's on been in Bali. a pinball shelter. My God, yeah. okay, he still number has four, no Tom. clue. Number okay. four, Tom. All right, here we go. Stern Spider Man. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. 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 About Used to be that. my favorite, but it's now fallen Ooh. to fourth. Dropped down to four. How long ago was it? Your because favorite? everything just you know there. You ask me next week, there could be five different games. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Why do you like Spider-Man? I just, I like the layout. I love the flow of it. Um, I like playing multi-ball over and over again. I like the simplicity of it. I I just really like it. I just like, I I like that Steve Ritchie flow Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. That's a solid pick. That's a game I wish I had. I want to get one of those in the future. It is a it is a very fun game. I enjoyed streaming it. My Ooh. brother enjoyed streaming it. Which version though do you guys like? The I've comedy only had the version or See, I like Spider-Man the or- I like version. the original, but I mean I like the comic too, but I, I like I like the original better. I'm a Toby yeah, McGuire fan. That's kinda yeah, I went to liking the comic book, but now that Toby McGuire's officially MCU, I'm back on board with the original. Back I on need that. board. All right. I'm sure he cares. <laughs> um, my number four is Medieval Madness. Medieval Madness is the only game on my list I haven't owned. And I know the two of you guys, Tom has, it's gone. And I know Travis Don't doesn't it. care. It's not a tournament. It's not beloved in the tournament world. I mean, it, it is for it is like local events and stuff like that. It just yeah. It's just two samesies for me. But it's a, you know, I think it's a cool machine overall. I, yeah. Yeah. Cool theme. Cool it, toys. Exactly. That game, it's a game that I've had fun every time I've played it. And it's also the game that my friends and family have had the most fun. That's the one they remember. That's the one they ask about. That's the one they want me to own. That is, I'm, I think there's a reason it's in the Pinside Top 5 I feel forever. like we need to get your wife here and she can do the rest of your <laughs> list. Uh, I, I, the, the, ca- the castle toy is probably one of the coolest toys at Pitbull. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So I like the I like the lock mechanism yeah. with it more than anything. Like it's I, cool that yes. they have a lock mech mm-hmm. along with the castle. Like yeah. that part's cool. We don't see that too often anymore where 
it's just one mech all together like that. Yes. You know, it just, it doesn't happen sure. often enough. I mean, so, it still happens kind of, but yeah. So I'm not going for the humble brag, but I did interview Brian Eddy earlier this week and we did, we talked about, I knew this medieval was coming. Ma- <laughs> we talked about medieval madness and what I, what I realized how great the castle is, is because initially the door is up and you hit it and then it comes down and then you're bashing a gate and then the gate goes up. And then now, I mean, it's like, it's a bash toy that is, that has different states and it's obvious, you know what you're doing. There's, you don't have to tell anybody what to do in medieval madness. Like you just, you see castle, you hit it with a ball and then you notice the castle moved. So you want to do it more. And if you mistakenly hit it to the left of the bridge or the gate, now you've locked a ball. Oh, apparently that's what I have to do for multi-ball. Now on top of that, there's some really cool ramps. It's just fun. Like I, and then the troll, like nobody sees that coming. Boom. Trolls pop up. Oh, what am I going to do with those? I'm going to bash those. Like, it's just, I really enjoy it. I really did. You talk it. about shadow. We did. We did. It's a good. T- you should give it a listen. Give it a little I, listen I, there, I Tom. I will. Set once aside you, an hour once your you day. watch my streams, I'll watch yours. <laughs> <laughs> my streams are a little shorter than yours. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> tiny bit. I watch your finals. You can at least watch five dollar volley. Oh, I get. Okay, okay. I got it. I get. It. Jeez, that was my four. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and do three because I haven't gone first yet. Three, sure. this isn't gonna, this is no shocker. It's it's Cactus Canyon. Cactus Canyon, I just bought it. I really, really love that game. Um, it's another game where it's just easy to understand. It's a lot of fun. It's a game I've beaten, but yet I'm still drawn to it and looking forward to playing it more. Quick side tangent, Josh did say on Josh Sharp, he did say on Pinside that. They are working. They're still working on the Lyman code. And if he had to make a guess, he's hoping the Lyman code would be done by summer of next year. So we got time. We got time. <laughs> but it is interesting owning and a so game. And so will the games be out by then. Yeah. Well, yeah, all the LEs. But it's it's interesting owning a game knowing that there's there's a chance that there's going to be a huge code change coming down the road. And the, the, did the Josh say is, when my Pulp Fiction LE is going to be done? He did not answer that. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. But... I, w- I genuinely love the code the way it is. And it's just, that game is it's beautiful. It's a lot of fun. And that's a game that was not on my radar whatsoever until I actually borrowed it and played it. And now I own it. So that is my number three. I know for you two, that game is way too easy and probably pretty boring, but I'm a fan. Hey, it has pistols hey. in it. Pew, pew. Yep. Pew, pew. Good times. It's got one of the best hoppers in like all of pinball. The topper's awesome. Oh, the topper's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you. What does it do? I don't even know jazzed. what it does. What does it do? I've uh, seen it when once. you hit when you do any like of the quick Bart draw, when you do stuff. it when you hit Bart or any of the quick draw targets that pop up, he actually mm-hmm. knocks back. So you hear this like knocking sound. So it's actually like a uh, you audible and physical interaction when you're shooting the guys, which is pretty cool. And then his arms move based on draw and whatnot. It's it's actually really pretty neat. And there's a whole mode. There's a whole topper mode. But that's my number three. Uh, Let's go, Travis, what's your number three? I will say my number three currently is Godzilla. Stern Godzilla. I can't do a cool Godzilla. No, please please do that again. What was that? Was that a cat? All right. Uh, Godzilla. Decent game. Um, Yep, pretty decent game. Why is it your number three? Um, 
Why did it beat so, out so it's freaking be, Jumping Jack? So, <laughs> so it's my number three because my number one is a very sentimental pick. Oh. And my number two, I can't say what it is yet, mm. but then you'll understand why it's my number two. But Godzilla used to be my number two, and then it got switched around. But it's, no, it's an awesome game. It's fun. I enjoy the theme itself because I grew up on Godzilla. Hell, I used to have freaking slumber parties with all my friends watching Godzilla movies. We'd have like marathons of just watching it. So I was totally obsessed with it. And then when they redid it for the US version in 1998, totally broke my heart when I went to go watch it because I was like, what is this piece of shit? Mm. You know, so I was pretty upset about that. So seeing the campy Godzilla in a stern pen or in any modern pen. Yeah, it's awesome. And the fact that it's done so well with the layout and the rule set, even better. I mean, it's it's the type of pen it just won't leave my collection. I mean, I've thought about it just in case if I want to move down to a pro. <laughs> I've thought about it, but I was like, I can't. Yeah, that building's too cool. Every, everything on it's too cool. The mechs and everything. You know what's also pretty cool about Godzilla? Is we're in it. You know? That is true. You're going to sell it. Yeah, that comfy, comfy, is, <laughs> that comfy yeah. is in Godzilla. Oyster yeah. egg, yep. Yep, flipper code TDP. Triple Drink Podcast. <laughs> he's, he's Check sweet. it out. Yeah, that's a good choice. Make, just don't look at Joel. Just look at <laughs> Tom's the front and center. Oh, Speaking shit. of, don't look, look at, at Travis. Travis. Travis <laughs> just cameras. Just one. All right, Tom. Uh, number All three. Right. I went with another Steve Ritchie game. Star Trek. Star Trek. Hey, I guessed it. Uh, what do you own? Which Star Trek do you own? I have the Ali version. Ooh, with the lasers on the side of the cabinet? It is pretty sweet. Sweet. Um, that warp ramp, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. Warp ramp, the vengeance, the 18 different modes in it. It's all good. Yeah, that's a very beloved game. I get it. it. It's 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 and it's also that that is a game that has depth. But it also is very accessible and approachable to anybody. And yep. the fact that Vengeance is right there in the middle, you really don't have to tell anybody what to do. They're going to have a good time. That's maybe <laughs> that's maybe that is a game, a good game of like it appeases all skill ranges or skill levels. So yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, Star Trek is a great game. Good choice, Thank Tom. You. Thank you. So that was number three. Uh, I already did my number three. Uh, who went first? Uh, we'll go with Travis. Travis. You went first. I yeah, did, let, but let we've Travis been, go we've been rotating on who does okay. the first. Okay, it's a good yeah. rotation. Okay, so my number two now is officially number Jurassic Park. Two. Three, three. No, you oh, I said my three. number three. His three oh. was Godzilla. Yeah, oh. and your three was Star Trek. Oh, yeah. And Joel's three was Duh. Cactus Canyon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Travis is number two, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yep. Jurassic. Nice. Okay, so you're saying Jurassic Park and Godzilla were your they were kind of flip flopping back and forth. No, I legit I had Jurassic Park out of my top five. Whoa, be- before the new code update. Yeah, I mean it was still way up there, mm-hmm. but just the only thing that I kind of like stepped back from is just whenever you got into control room, it was just very much you wanted to pick just one particular mode. That's it. Because, I mean, especially in tournaments and stuff like that, because it's the only mode that made sense. But now that everything's been balanced out, it's been switched around just a little bit, just enough to make you want to play every single mode. Nice. And I have the Jurassic Park 30th anniversary in my basement now. And I humble find brag. myself. Oh, yeah. Total humble <laughs> brag. Yeah, I've got one. I've got one. But, but it, playing the control rooms, it's I want to play all of them. 
You know, I don't think of, oh, I just need to play this because I need to get this score or something like that. I find myself just playing through Jurassic Park because it's just fun to play through mm-hmm. without even thinking of the score. Now, you can do stuff that's score based, but trying to get the visitor center. That's pretty cool. Trying to get through all the T-Rex events. That's pretty cool. Trying to get through all the control, all the control room stuff. That's pretty cool. Trying to do the Raptor with the, the Raptor gate that comes up like all that to me is just a lot of fun and you get so many choices to do stuff now that they got the combos wrapped in with the dna combos the trifecta getting fossils i mean there's just so much to do in that game yeah and the layout to me it's just it's so unique because that o shot is just a mother effort like i have <laughs> yeah, such a yeah. hard time with it or no the the a sorry the a the, the o is fine the right but that one on the right orbit, that's the one that I yeah. have the most difficult time with. Out of any any shot on any game ever in pinball, that's the one I have the most difficult time with. So, Are I mean, you just doing like the yesterday, I I did, and I got all my badges in five really? days. Did it. Yep. Yeah, I still have to get the top one, which is play it for five days. But I got all the other ones. All right. What about you, Joel? You get nope. you get your badge? No? Nope, did not get any of those badges. I got my uh two his two year uh internet or insider connected badge. Got that, you know. You got what? If you played <laughs> if you played uh an insider connected game on the sixth, you got a badge that's that celebrates two years of insider connected. I think oh, that was the last badge I got. It just that, happened to okay. be. How do, you, yeah. how do you even look up what badges you have? It's under your profile. I have a profile under badges. I have a profile. I mean, you should mm. <laughs> just look up tripod Tom. You'll see it. It's there. <laughs> well, that's a good point. That's a very good pick. Uh, Jurassic Park. I, I know I streamed it. I borrowed it. It kicked oh, my there. butt. It's a, it's a, it's a challenging layout or I found it to be challenging. Wow. Look oh, at all these badges. Look at, that. Look at all go. those badges. Yeah. Wow. But that game, I get it. I totally, that's one of those games where I totally understand why it has the love that it has. I get, I totally get it, but. All right, Tom, what's your number two? My number two is Iron Maiden. Whoa. That, I did not, I was not expecting that. No, nobody was. I was not expecting that. You haven't had Iron Maiden that long. Mm, I've had it since it came out. Yeah, that's only, it's only been five years, Tom. No, didn't you? <laughs> I thought you bought that. Isn't that the game you bought with your uh, with your, your rewards? Mm, that was no, you're, you're you're getting Tom confused. Oh with no, somebody that else. was no. I'm sorry, that was uh, Jurassic Park. That's what you bought with your rewards. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. I mean, I, I still really like Jurassic Park. Yeah. But... Well, okay, Iron Maiden. So why? Why? Why Iron, why Iron Maiden? Maiden? In which I'm, version? I'm pretty is it? sure I know your number it's a, one. It's a pro. I just like all the different modes and multi-balls and shot shot layout. I love the shot through the pop bumpers and up the ramp. And uh, I love the shot in the back to start the mode and get your soul shard. I don't know. I just... So Keith should have just stopped there. One and done. No. No, but <laughs> I... Uh, out of his four games right now, that's <laughs> one of my favorites. So. It is really good. I also have mine set up really effing hard, and uh, it's it's fun just to play it and try to get wrecked. Yeah, mm. I do really well on it for it being set up so hard. Nice. 
That's a good pick. That's a solid pick. Um, Apparently not. No, I just wasn't expecting it. <laughs> you you buy so many band pins that I was yes. expecting your list. I'm pretty sure I know you're number All... one. But I was expecting that's I'm pretty sure you're number one. And I was expecting have... another one though. The one that's right behind him. I thought he was gonna say that one next. Foo Fighters? This one? Yeah. I thought for sure he was going to say that one next. Mm, no, Tom's just full of surprises. Keep us on our toes. Thanks for being. Thanks for providing that for us, Tom. You're keep welcome. us. Keep us on our toes. Um, my number two is TNA. TNA is my number two. I've said it before. If I was to get down to two pins, that would be one of the two. Um, I just love everything about it. Love the music. Love the light show. The simplicity of it. The co-op mode. I just love it. Love everything about TNA. Um, I did actually get a message from somebody somebody on Facebook that said they just recently bought a TNA from watching my stream. So I, if my my enjoyment of TNA was carried through the camera enough to convince somebody to buy the game, I did it. I did it. I, my commission on that is zero, but I will. <laughs> I I freaking love that game. I love TNA. Um, I know Tom, you owned it for a while. Yeah, it's gone. I, I yeah. think it's I think it's a great game. I just had my time with it, and yeah, I was ready to move on. And t- to me, there's something I know it's not. I know you guys are giving me a hard time for EMs or even some more simple games, but I, for whatever reason, I feel like TNA scratches the itch of having a more single level, simple game in my collection, even though it's a modern game. So, big fan. I will. Fan. I will say. Uh, honorable mention for me because you did that yeah i was i was thinking about putting pulp fiction on my list but since it's not really out so much that was fair yeah Um, Yeah, which is because for the same reasons you're saying like Mm -hmm. it's kind of a older game with a modern take a throwback yeah 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 but yet I mean, Beatles is that, and Bond 60th yeah. is that. Yeah. But it's, I, like I get that. it. And I, I like Bond it. 60th, didn't, just didn't make the top five. I get, I get it. All right, final games. Um, I think we should guess them. I, well, Tom, yeah. I think yours. Everybody knows. Is Rush. Yeah. Am I right? Okay. You're right. <laughs> so what is it about Rush that you love, Thomas? First of all, it's made after the greatest fucking rock band ever made. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. Yeah. Number one. So, yeah. I mean, they didn't even have to put anything in the game but the music. So Okay. But no, they did. I, they put no, way more in the game than that. No, yeah. There is there is a ton to rush. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons I love it. The 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 code and the layout I think is great. You know, I'll I'll put it against anybody else's games. I I know a lot of people hate it, but I don't care. <laughs> it's your list. It's your yeah, list. It's my list. Yeah. Go after yourself. You don't like it? <laughs> Too fucking bad. Uh, all right. Um, Just kidding. Just kidding. Tom, you want to guess Travis's number one? It's <sighs> sentimental. Oh man. I don't and it's know. not jumping jack. He already said it. I know he sold his Iron Maiden, so it can't be that his rap rap version of Iron Maiden. I don't game. You, do you still have do you still have Star Wars? I don't. I sold that too. Yeah, so it's not that. That was and a fun he one. He sold though. Avengers. Damn. I did, but I'm getting Avengers Pro. Mm. Oh, okay, because Avengers was I thought might have made your list, but it didn't. Maybe. 
Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I could tell you my honorable mentions. Okay. So Avengers, Iron Maiden, Frontier, and hmm, do I want? No, I don't think that one's worth it. Those three. Those are my honorable mentions. <laughs> Par- Paragon, like Ma- Paragon was on my honorable mention. Oh, Paragon's too. fun too. Metallica and Iron Man. I think those are those are nice. a lot of fun as well. Well, I know the answer. The answer is Walking Dead. Walking Dead is it is Walking Dead. Yes. That almost yeah. made my list as well. Definitely Walking Dead. So Walking Dead was the very first pen I ever got. My kids, my wife got it for me for Father's Day, like way back. And I think it was 20, either 2016 or 2017. I think it was 2016. So that was literally my first pinball machine after asking for an ACDC for like five years. (laughs) And I finally got this. I just knew of the comic Uh, books, right? Because I've read them and I knew of the show because I watched the show. And so Monica was like, hey, look at this. It matches up with what you like. Do you want to get it? So I was like, yeah, yeah cool. So F- yeah, I do. Yeah, that's what we ended up getting. I had no idea about the rules, the design. I had no idea that this game was supposed to be hard. I was just playing it and I was like, oh, I'm getting over 100 million. This is cool. What do I do now? You know, I was very much like I said, screw it. Didn't read the rule card. Didn't do anything. You I just, just figured it out. Just figured it what? out. I know. I know. Shocker. <laughs> but no, it was. Yeah. So it's just uh, sentimental. I mean, I do enjoy the game. I love the rule set to it. You know, the layout to me, it's it's fun to hit. It's a difficult shooter overall, mm-hmm. but there's plenty of things to hit at. But yeah, I would say if my kids and my wife didn't buy it for me and it wasn't my first pen, it would probably be maybe number three, number four. So it's still high up there mm-hmm. regardless. But yeah, that's the reason why it's number one. That pen will never leave. I'll keep it as long as I'm alive and not get rid of it. Try to keep it running for years and years. Until Spice nice. Girls comes out, then it's gone. Yo, yeah. You, the wannabe LE, <laughs> I am all in. Yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah. No, that's a great choice. That's a game I would love to borrow one to stream it because I, I just haven't put enough time on Walking Dead to feel like I've I, I want to love it as much as everybody else does <laughs> because the time I've spent on it, it just kicks my butt. But I, I, I want to get d- deeper into that that code set because there's a lot of people that think it's Lyman's best and I want to see good. that. I want to experience that. Um, any guesses? Any guesses on my number one? Any guesses at all? I was thinking Godzilla. Oh, great guess. Yep, that would be it. <laughs> yep. That was my guess, yep. too. Yep. I I still, if I was to go down to two pins, it would be Godzilla and TNA. Those are the two that I, I just think, I don't know. I think Godzilla is, I love the way it shoots. It's a I love game. watching other people play it. Um, I don't get the burnout that you guys get with tournament you know, play. I know, Travis, you had said, or sorry, Tom, you had said that, um, you, that's one of those games that it's almost used too much in a tournament. Um, I don't, I don't have that. So just for at home play, it's an absolute blast. Um, and it's, it's funny to me how I can borrow a lot of newer games, stream the heck out of them. And then I can step over to Godzilla and within 30 seconds of playing that game, it's like, ah, I forgot why I love this game. Like I forgot. And it's just, it shoots so well and it's so much fun to shoot campiness all the things that we all described earlier so that is my number one it's such an awesome game though i mean overall when you really look at it compared to anything else that's around it's just yeah yeah it's a lot of fun i mean it's hilarious we had somebody in our showroom a couple of months ago and i told you guys about this that 
he was walking through looking at all the pins and he stopped at Godzilla and it was a Godzilla premium and he pointed at it. He's like, why does this one look different than all the other ones? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, that's the thing. It draws yeah. you in, you see it and you're just kind of like, okay, this is something different, you know, because everything, it, and we talked about this, Joel, when it first came out within the first week, we were talking about how it was different because everything feels like it's wide open in the middle, mm-hmm. yet there's still shots to hit at that's close to the flippers with that pop bumper and with the maser target, with the spinner and the scoop right there and the other spinner. I mean, it's just, it's unique in that way that there's nothing really just smack dab right in front of you, but you got to spray shots yeah. to find it. And just, it, yeah, it creates unique combos and everything. It's so well done. And it's also one of the games that I, I'm, modding the heck out of like and it's not they're all ta- tasteful but i love how popular this game is because you I have thought some you were gonna say tacky they're all tacky they're all a gaudy <laughs> and tacky of, no it's like um, mods to get <laughs> you know there's some amazing mod makers out there diddy mods stumbler being two of them that are like really putting in and putting putting in work and making these incredible mods so to have additional light shows and choreography and other stuff that's added into this game and making these sculpts even better is, I don't know. I love that game. It's my number one. Yeah. It would probably be, it would be quite a battle. What's your uh, GC on it, Joel? I don't know. It's less than a billion. It's right right behind you. I haven't broken a billion. (laughs) It's like covering it right now. Come on, Joel. I don't know. What is it? I got to flip through all of them. What is it? Look, Joel's like the champion of everything there. Yeah. It's my pin. Except for Calvin. See what he got? Uh, 864. You are so close. I know. I, I'll get When are we going to get you past a billion? I just need to, I need, I need to focus. I need to focus. Do you have extra, you have have extra balls on, Joel? Yeah, I have, it's, all, turn it's all stock. It's all stock. Okay. I don't really change. The only game I've genuinely changed, Stranger Things, when I borrowed it, I moved the the, the outlane posts are all the way up. I moved in the middle because that's where Brian Eddy said he wanted them shipped at. They weren't shipped that way. So I did it. And then rush. I moved the code back to an, the easier setting because that's what it was originally. Those are the only two games I've I've tweaked. Are you talking about where the records carry over? I don't remember. On rush, it was something. I, I feel like it was less. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but it still didn't help me enough to get to some of the stuff that I wanted to get to in the game. But all right, so that was our top five. So real quick refresh. Um, my five in order were Godzilla. TNA, Cactus Canyon, Medieval Madness, Stranger Things Premium. Tom, you're five in order. Uh, From first to five or five to first? Okay, so Rush, Iron Maiden, Stern, Star Trek, Spider-Man, and Harlem Globetrotters. Perfect. And Travis? I was Walking Dead, Jurassic Park, Godzilla, Jumping Jack, and Harlem Globetrotters. Jumping Jack. What I can't wait is, Kineticist, I hope Colin, like, compiles all of these answers and does some <laughs> sort of graph or something to like show the popularity of certain pins. And the fact that jumping Jack has to be a it's, data it's point gonna be on there. is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. But all right. Well, that was fun. Yep. That was definitely fun. Um, the last question that Colin wanted was what is something that you currently love about pinball? What is something that you currently love about pinball? Um, Tom, what the is pe- your, the people, what? the, the people. people. Um, when I threw <laughs> I threw that out earlier today before I, I warned everybody. <laughs> yeah. But no, the people. People's a great answer and I'll I'll piggyback right on it. That's the same the same as mine. I mean the I've I met, I've met so many cool people in pinball. It's it's amazing. Yeah. I 
It's I was trying to hobby. look for the specific question, but that is, I really dove into pinball at the beginning of COVID as an outlook, as an outlet to like connect and play. And there's something about this game being such a tangible hands-on game. You want to play it with other people. And sure, I understand video games. It's a little easier to play certain video games with people across the nation at any time. But there's, I don't know. I just feel like it's such a more personal connection when you're playing there side by side, playing the same thing. And it's you versus the game. Um, and then through streaming in this podcast, you know, you guys, listeners, please, please be aware how appreciative we are of Facebook messages and emails and coming up to us at shows or tournaments and just saying hi. And it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome way to meet and connect with people, um, to kind of share this hobby. So I'm with you, Tom. I can't wait for Travis to just say some ridiculously selfish answer, but you know, our what, answer what? is people. We like people. So the question is, what's our favorite thing about what's, pinball what's, or what yeah, we're what, enjoying what do you currently the most? love about pinball? Oh, what do I currently love about pinball? Well, I love that it All of his gives trophies. me a paycheck. That's oh, his paycheck. Pay <laughs> <laughs> my mortgage. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you currently I mean, love about pinball? I mean, if we're my being paycheck. real. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's um, that. No, we're good. Well, we could stop there. I, no. <laughs> I would say, besides getting paid for it, which is pretty awesome, it, it has its has its cool parts, has its down parts, like any other job. I would say. Probably, I guess my most favorite thing about pinball right now is seeing my kids discover pinball a little bit more and just watching them play, watching them figure it out. And it's it's hilarious to me because none of them ask me anything about the pins. They don't ask for advice. They don't do anything. Monica doesn't even do that. None of my family does at all. Mm. Joel, you asked me for advice more than my own kids and my my wife. I don't think anybody asks. I think we just get it. You know, yeah, pretty much, right. pretty much. But yeah, but I just, yeah, I enjoy yeah. watching them play. And to me, it's interesting seeing them kind of latch on to something that I'm very much involved with. So sure. that's pretty cool to share a hobby with friends and family, just like you would say. Yeah. Yeah. My, my friends and family haven't really, la- well, my brother has, my brother now streams with me like consistently and he, I think he actually enjoys it. Like that's really cool. He's the most entertaining one on there too. (laughs) Jared. Yeah. Yeah. And Tom, I know you and Neil traveled the world, you know, and and we'll continue to do that. So it's, yeah, if obviously I think that's, that's the hope for everybody that's into pinball is they can get their family into it as well or their friends, you know, to, to kind of do this journey with us. But, um, even if you can't, you know, to be able to go to a, a, a bar or a, or a tournament or somewhere and just the show, you know, and just kind of share this, this passion and hobby with others. Um, I well, mean, the that's, people, people yeah. are cool too. That that's part of it too. You Not guys cool just to already, check. you nope. guys just already answered that. Well, I mean, if anybody <laughs> wants to pay my mortgage for me as well, yeah, you yeah. can become number one on that <laughs> yeah. list as well. But, yeah. but no, I, I think that that's the cool part too, is doing this podcast and doing online content and being a part of different tournament streams and all that. It's allowed me to meet a lot of unique personalities and a lot mm-hmm. of unique people from across the world that otherwise I would have never even known existed, never would have got to bet. And yeah. to me, it's actually, it's a blessing to get to meet different personalities and get to talk to people from different walks of life, you yeah. know? And that's, to me, that's what makes life a lot of fun living. And yeah, pinball allows me to do that. So I'm very thankful for that as well. It's crazy to me that you traveled across the pond all the way over to Europe 
to compete it's a, in it's a in, big pond big pond big pond big pond you traveled all the way over there to compete in in um what is it nationals not national it's like yeah i traveled to europe to compete in God, nationals, not nationals yes. but yes worlds worlds wow, wow 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 got it but you travel all the way over there to compete in worlds and you happen to play a, a young adult that listens to our podcast from new zealand Oh yeah, Mr. Dipper. Yep. Yeah, like yep. complete he, other side of the world. He kicked my ass. Yeah, somehow yep. listens to our podcast and then beats you head to head on pitbull. I mean, that's crazy. Just destroyed me. Yep. <laughs> that, that all that can happen. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. No, it's it's fun. It's. I mean, that was a cool part. Even going to the UK Open, there was several people over there that told me that they listened to the podcast and they watched Tom streams and everything. And you know, I mean, that's really cool. And plus, the most fun part of it is apparently a lot of people in England hate Joel's guts and I love it. <laughs> it's I might as well just move there. It stick, is awesome. Yeah. I They're very much pro side, Tom, yeah. pro Travis. So yeah, good I mean, crowd every, over everybody's there. Everybody's pro Tom, but <laughs> all right. Well, that was, thank you, uh, Colin. I, that was fun, but all right. So the last two things on our event are basically what's happening in the next two weeks. So first we'll focus on you guys. There's a lot of tournament, a lot of tournament coming up in the la- next two weeks. Super Series being one, that's I think both of you guys are like heading out tomorrow for that. That starts that's Wednesday to Sunday Super Series. That's at District Eighty Two. Go for it. Say your say your say your thoughts or peace. Oh, on, I, th- on, I, I thought you were telling. I thought you were telling us to go for it. Like you're gonna <laughs> yeah. win it all. I thought like, he was okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's get hype. I get hype. Yeah. Give us some pets on. <laughs> uh, yeah, like yes, Coach Joel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see uh, <laughs> Travis versus Tom in the finals, and uh, I know who I'm rooting for. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it would be nice if we like didn't play each other until the finals for a change. I know. Hey, we haven't played against each other in a long time, though. We've been no, able to avoid each other for a while. Yeah. So, is there anything? Um, I mean, is there anything special like Super Series? This is a big deal. This is a big deal. There's a lot of people deal. traveling to this. It's it's uh, multiple tournaments over multiple days. I mean, is this? essentially the series this is the tournament that you guys look forward to like this all is year. the super series joel or one it's of them. super and it's a series okay who, I don't who, know. who are the favorites to win right now do you think travis besides um, me and you i mean, Tom I mean yeah yeah, yeah Tom after Griff. us it's just yeah i feel i actually i feel bad for everybody that's coming there <laughs> to play against us to be honest with you i mean i mean good on them for trying mm. but no i would say um Gosh, it's it's tough. I think Dalton, he's the young yeah, one that's going to be there. That's, he's going to be tough. Yep. He's going to be tough. And Nate, of course, Nate Grant's been playing yeah. phenomenal. And District 82 is classics heavy. So you're going to have some people there that can play the hell out of classics. I mean, I, yep. it's all uh, Andy Rosa, Derek. Derek Fugatti. Yep. So there's going to be a lot of tough players. I mean, we're missing a lot. There's, I think there's something like 25 or Bob 30 Matt, top 100 Bob players. Matthews. That are going to be there. Yeah. Harry Wing, who's Jerry women's Wing, world yeah. champion, is going to be there. So yeah. And then then there's the locals like Cassidy and you know. Thank so God Joel's not going to be like, there. You Eric didn't say Thorne. like is Escher going to be there? Walt, is, Walt Wood. Freaking Walt Walt awesome. Wood. He's so no good. no Escher. He's, no Escher. He's, he's no. showing mercy on all of us. Yeah, and he's, then, uh, he's taking a break. There's a the, so there's another tournament going on at the same time over in New York. So it kind of split. Everybody, they're doing their mm. pro circuit over there. So it has 
a couple of the younger players going that way, and I am perfectly fine with that. I mean, nice. all the young players go to New York. Where's Ray Day? <laughs> Have fun. Ray Day's going to New York. Go to New Perfect. York. I'm yeah. perfectly all fine with that. All the good players just go to New York. You guys go there. Let us We're in our seniors division you. have our <laughs> time here. Go to New York. <laughs> yes. Please. Are they going to turn the lights on at District 82 for your older eyes, you know, to be able to... Oh, yeah. If yeah, there's money on. on the line, lights are on. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, cool. No, and uh, Fox is going to be Yeah, there's a lot Apple of good thing, right? players there that are going to be there, so... Oh, yeah. That, well, I think, like, what, Derek Price is going to be there, who's been a California State champion. Um, who else is going to be there? Of course, what, David DeLuga? I thought I saw yep. him on the list, and yep. he's an excellent Luke, player Luke up there. Luke Mahorniak's always a killer. Is Carl going? Carl was, he but was, Carl had but, to drop. Yeah. Well, you guys have a chance now. Brian, Brian right. O'Neill. Trent. Yeah. It'll be fun. There's no, just Dave, a lot. You could, go down the, you could go down the list and somebody could catch fire. Like Roland? they could catch fire and win. Andre Masenkoff. I think Tom I could is just go down, down the, the whole list. list. At the, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I mean. Yeah. No. It's because the CERN Pro Circuit Championship is the following week. So you've got some Carlos. players that are going to both. Nice. Oh, yeah. Carlos is going to be there too. Oh, Ian, yeah. Ian, uh, Ian's going to be there. Cool. So that'll be fun. That'll be streamed on uh, Fox Cities. Uh, Are you starting that Wednesday? Uh, I'm going to start Wednesday. I'm not going to do Tilton Tuesdays because it's just okay. It's too right, brutal for me going to work the next day. And so we got streaming. Streaming for Fox Cities Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. Sunday. Sunday, five days in a row. Five of, days of, of competitive high pinball quality pinball streaming. Make sure to oh, yeah. you know get your wallets out there, everybody. Drop some subs. It takes a drop year off my life every time I do it. On <laughs> Tom, no, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> That'll be awesome to watch. Um, and then the yeah, week after that is freaking Expo. Is Expo, is Expo and I'll be streaming that tournament Expo. too. Hopefully. Yeah, so. Tom or Travis, I know he said he's traveling whatever Tuesday. He's there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, drives home, home Monday, and then Tuesday you're turning around to head up to Stern Pro no. Circuit. No, I'm gonna Wednesday? go Wednesday morning. Wednesday. So yeah, so Chicago's only about four hours away, and they're doing the Stern Pro Circuit Championship, yeah. which is on completely Wednesday. different than last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like top thirty. Two or thirty-eight? I forget how many. But people there's are a whole the bracket. Yeah, there's a bracket out there. Yeah, yeah, and, and you got a few buys. Yeah, you had a few. Yeah. Yeah. Oh head, yeah, head to head, best of five. And I think they're going to show that tournament on Stern's YouTube channel. Don't you hate head to head? They're going to do. I do. I absolutely hate it. Oh bummer, dude. I know that's what I said, but I have to go because <laughs> it's it's an automatic six hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm just going to drive, collect my money, and. Monica's going to come with me and we're going to go to Expo. Born nice. free. But I'll only be there for one day. So Thursday and yeah. then leave Friday. So. so that is Wednesday night at Imperium. Emporium? Interium. Interium. Close. Close. We're all over it. Good yep. thing Andy Bagwell's not <laughs> here right now. So your ass. that'll be Wednesday and then Expo starts. Um, Expo is Thursday. I will be at Expo Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Travis is going to be there just Thursday. Tom is going to be there. Wednesday, Thursday, there Friday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Wednesday night. But yeah. actually, the qualifying for the tournament starts on Wednesday. Wednesday. And then all day Thursday is qualifying. All day Thursday. Tom, you're going to be streaming that. Yes. 
But yeah, we're we're all going to be at the show on Thursday. So if you want to catch the three of us, do your best to try to catch us on Thursday. Otherwise, travel Thursday would be the day. And then Tom will always be easy to find. He'll be (laughs) where is Waldo? He'll be in the he'll be behind the stream or near the stream. Um, But yeah, it's that's going to be fun. So that'll be cool. Um, I need to look in because I can technically do that tournament, right? I can still sign up, or is it all sold out? No, no, you can uh, absolutely do it. Yeah, I think I, I think I should. You know, I why think not? you should too. Why not? I might actually stay and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try to qualify on Thursday. I ha- and you make it to finals. Anybody that plays makes it to finals. Everybody so then it. I would be, I would play at some point in time it's on not Friday. True, everybody doesn't make it. So like, if you're in makes the, it to be. If you're in the no, I mean, if you're in the top two hundred and fifty, you have to make a. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, Joel. So if you were in the, if you were in the, if you were theoretically, or sorry, if hypothetically, 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 if you were in the top two fifty, yes, you would not make a day if you didn't qualify. Oh well, I'm not, so I'm good. Right, so we Got don't have to worry it. about it. Okay. Has anybody ever you're not good. qualified for a finals <laughs> at Expo? Yes. Has that happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, that happened, happened last, last year, year by accident. <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh bless his heart! I'm not going to mention names. No, we won't say names. Nope. Like somebody, a- somebody accidentally didn't realize the, the format. funny thing is they were <laughs> told by one person that they were going to make it at the bottom, and then another person said, "No, you are not." <laughs> oh, so it was kind of yep, like big oof. And they they literally drove like three hours to come back to find out that they weren't playing. They weren't there. That sucks. Ooh, double oof. So yeah, that, that is for all the tournament listeners out there that means fox city's pinball starting this wednesday to sunday you got high quality tournament streaming there's going to be the stern um pro circuit finals wednesday that, the following wednesday that's, night that's, that's going to be on city. the you said stern uh pinball YouTube, yeah on the stern youtube channel which i think, think mark, uh, mark, mark from uh, backhand pinball is going to do it okay and, and, and mark then, from backhand pinball is also going to be streaming the new york city pinball championship nice. during the whole super series thing. So you can, and then during the actual show, Fox cities again, we'll be streaming during expo Thursday during expo. Yeah. We'll be streaming Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday as well. I mean, Mm -hmm. geez, here's the question. (laughs) Is there going to be a live Joel and friends on Wednesday? Uh, (laughs) I don't think, well, okay. So there (laughs) maybe, maybe it won't be live at the show. I know um, Steve Beatty's always had like a party the Wednesday before Expo, and they've usually streamed. So Joel um, and friends, Joel, Joel you're, su- friends. you're supposed to come <laughs> cheer me on. I will. Yes, SPC. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But believe it or not, I have to drive up a pinball machine for Jeff Teolis. Jeff Teolis actually bought a game at a show like last year, Grand Slam. I think is what it is. It's an older game. It's yeah, in my garage, yeah. so I have to drive that up because he's getting it, driving it home. But so that's all the tournament. There's a lot of tournament. A lot of tournament. So even if you're at home, you're gonna, there's going to be yep. a lot watch, of tournament stream it. to watch. Watch and, the tournament and stream. And, and cheer. Stop it. listening to this podcast right now. Turn on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> watch us. Yeah. Then turn it back on when you see us on the screen. Perfect. Right. Um, all right. So that brings us to actual Pinball Expo. So Pinball Expo is next week. What... If you're going to Pinball Expo for your first time, I think we said this before. If you're going to Pinball Expo for your first time. What do you do? What do you do? 
And then even if it's, yeah, what are, what are the initial, yeah, go for it. Get a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Ask yep. all your lady friends to go with you. Mm. And you're going to be sleeping by yourself. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, um, um, well, there's the Stern tour on Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday? Thursday morning. There's a Stern factory tour. There's a bus. They'll pick you up. You got to buy a ticket. Yep. Pick you up, show you the tour, bring you back. Okay. Yeah. And Expo's over. Have you had fun? <laughs> uh, so there's... No. Yep, there's those. There's a lot a, of seminars. There's a lot of seminars, yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of seminars. Uh, you have the free play hall, which is... The, it's a part of the main hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's open... Yeah, just just look at the pinball expo and find out what the dates are. And stuff. <laughs> I'm not. There's yeah. There's a ton of pinball machines that are just sitting there. There's yeah. those. That's in the free play area. You can walk up to any of them. They're in free play. You can do just not play walk as many in the tournament room and start playing a pinball <laughs> yes. machine. Yes, the tournament room. There will were be a, yeah. four or five security guards. I will kick your ass. Just if don't you see do it. Tom Graff in the same room as you. Don't play the game. Don't play the games. If, if you, you see Tom Graff yes. by his streaming stuff, <laughs> do not come up and start talking to Tom Graff. Don't play you'll a game. Get, you'll get angry yeah. Tom Graff. Don't play a game. <laughs> if you don't see, that's, that's, that's the check. If you step up to a game, you look around. If you don't see Tom, you can play it. If you do see Tom, don't play it. Is that, I think it's pretty <laughs> that's easy. That's a pretty good barometer. Pretty you know? good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's the vendor area, which is the vendor area. It's it's only open certain times, but there's a ton of different stuff to buy, products, things, accessories. But then there's also distributors there that have brought games or teamed up with certain manufacturers to show off games. Then certain manufacturers will have their own areas. So um, go to those. I mean, there's a chance that some of the pinball designers, software people, employees of these, of these um, companies will be there and... They're all nice people. Go talk, go talk to them. Say hi. Shake their hand. You know, uh, if you want, bring stuff to sign. I know like Stern has like a signing, um, like a signing session. Um, if you want to get a translate signed or whatever, bring it. Um, it's pretty cool. That's what that's one thing I really love about Chicago Pinball Expo, being that all the, the majority of the manufacturers are in Chicago, a lot of the employees come to this show, um, which is really, really neat. So yeah, I'm looking at the list right now, and I think I don't know if you guys said this earlier. I guess on Thursday night they're showing um, the man who saved the game ball for Roger Sharp. So they're going to show that, and Roger's supposed to be there too. That's at nine thirty. And then one of the things on Friday that's kind of caught my attention: the uh, Mystery Pinball Company is going to have a pizza party from nine thirty till midnight that night. You just so, really like pizza. I do. Yeah, I like so, pizza, and I and I like mysteries. You put those together. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. There are uh, so Mystery Pinball Company has already said that they are planning on announcing announcing essentially themselves, their company, mm-hmm. their game, everything. So there's going to be a new company with a new game there, hopefully to see play all that stuff. Um, Jersey Jack, October nineteenth, they're announcing their next pin. So pretty good chance that'll also be at Expo. So we'll be able to see that. Um, Spoilers, pretty confident it's Elton John. That's been the rumor that's been floating around for a long time. Steve Ritchie's game, even the marketing stuff that they're throwing out there. 
I think they even said like the next pin is set to launch. You know, Rocket Man reference. Not Elton John. Could be. Could be. This could all be a a joke. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're serious. I don't know. I don't know. Stern, obviously, there's gonna they're gonna have Venoms there because that's what they're there's there's gonna be Venoms there. So if you haven't played Venom, play it. Definitely give it a shot. If you're wondering how to play the game, there is a an instruction card in the lower left. You could read it or just follow, you know, you hit a yellow shot, then hit the blinky yellow shot. You hit a blue shot, hit the blinky blue shot. You're supposed know, to be kind of uh, two magic girls, right? And two magic girls are supposed to be there. Somebody's bringing Aren't those over. they supposed to be for sale too? Uh, right? I think so, yeah. That's probably going to be a, I heard. an auction type scenario. Um, there is uh, the guy from Home Pin apparently is going to be there. Apparently, he doesn't make pinball machines for pinball people. So, joy. We'll see about um, that. Let's see. Then I guess GTF is going to be there at 8 p.m. GTF. Right, on Friday. American G- Pinball is going to be there, and they're bringing in all the actors. All the actors okay. that were in the pin are going to be in person. So, if you happen to be a GTF owner, bring your translate in, get them signed. You know, that would be <laughs> might the time. as well. Um, can we yeah. nominate Joel for the uh, Pinball Expo Hall of Fame? Yeah, we probably Why? should. <laughs> why, 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 why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, so that'll Let's be, see. that should um, be fun. Uh, that's American Spooky. Spooky's wrapping up their, their Scooby-Doo. I so I, I highly I doubt see, they're. Yeah, I don't even see Spooky. They may not even be there. Okay. Spooky, Maybe, I don't yeah. think usually comes. Yeah. American Pinwall we've talked about. Stern so will be Stern, there. Yeah, Stern is doing a bunch of stuff from yeah. three until six o'clock, it looks like. On Friday. Yep. So and it looks like they're doing making them venom. They're doing Foo Fighters and a 007 game rules deep dive. Yep. And then uh, Jersey Jack is going to have the Godfather design team at 9 a.m. Saturday morning. So bright and early if you want to go look at that. Um, and I guess Saturday. I don't even know what's going on Saturday. CGC. I'm assuming we'll bring some games. Hopefully Pulp Fiction. I'm going to sneeze. Go for it. Why, why is he looking like that? <laughs> Nailed it. What kind of, what kind of sneeze what, was, was that? Like a well, Ric Flair sneeze? I was hoping. Sneeze, or? I was hoping no, I sneezed. I, I had this it's mute like button. revving you know, up I actually it. use. I, this is the universal sign to like keep talking. You know, you can, whatever. Oh. oh. You know, a good sorry, podcast will edit that whole out. I was looking out, at the expo schedule. I wasn't looking <laughs> at you. Okay, if we just go through a manufacturer, Scooby's, or Scooby, wow, Spooky's probably not going to be there. American Pinball, I think, is really going to be pushing GTF. Um, Stern, thanks for the mute button on that, bro. As he just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. I um, forgot. Stern is probably going to have Venoms. I doubt they're going to have Stranger Things, maybe. Um, but Stern's going to be doing their thing. J- Jersey Jack will probably have Godfathers, and they're going to have their next game. Um, maybe. who else do we? Have? I don't know if Haggis is planning on no, being there. Holpin said they were. Haggis. Dutch Franchi pinball. and Zombie Yeti are doing something together. Uh, they're doing an four. artist seminar. Yeah, it's D- Saturday. Dutch four. Pinball, maybe there'd be a Big Lebowski there. I don't know. Pinball Brothers might be there with some Queen and Alien. Um, and then, yeah, if there's any anybody else, if there's anybody coming out of the wood, you know, new companies or something. So we'll have to see. But there should be good stuff. Like, I know we were spoiled with Texas because there was, what was it? It was like six games all announced all at once. P3. I don't know if P3. P3 was there two years ago when I was there. 
that would be cool if they had a final resistance or um, um anything at like 6:45. It says how we design games at Multimorphic. Okay, so they should be speaker there. Steven yeah, Silver. Perfect. So hopefully they'll have a game. But um, yeah, if you're new to all this, just try to play the games you're not used to. Um, so yeah, and then it should be great. I if you if you go to Expo. Play as much pinball as you can, but the the reality is what I love about Expo is the people. So talk to some of the industry professionals if you can. They would love your feedback. Um, talk go to, to other people. Party. Go to the yeah. If you're talking, if, if you're standing in line to play a pinball machine, go bother get Tom. Your, get the to your Domino's. The person in front of you probably loves pinball as much as you do. So talk to them. You know, meet some people. It's gonna be great. It's going to be really, really great. And definitely ask them if you can play in a game with them and then get to wizard mode on ball. Yeah. One. Yeah. Do that. Make them walk away in disgust. Do yeah. That. That'll yeah. get you a lot of friends. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I mean, we'll, de- we're definitely going to have to do a pinball expo recap, you know, probably on next episode. Um, but I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I look forward to expo all year. Um, both of them, uh, the two that I go to Texas pinball F- festival and then Chicago pinball festival. So I, I can't wait to go um and by all means if you see any of us at the show please come say hi um yes unless yes. i'm streaming unless unless he's streaming yes <laughs> then don't but yeah no it's it's gonna be great i don't know anything else i miss about expo no that sounds pretty good right there it's i mean you good. pretty much covered everything we don't know until people start announcing stuff and showing off stuff and billing stuff and then i don't know then we could talk about it afterwards there should be more stuff coming on though. Be yes. Quick, I would think. Yeah. Well, we're we, about at that time. We had on our Facebook, we did our normal post of, Hey, um, do you guys have any questions or is there anything you guys want us to talk about? Um, first question. I, I, the fact that Jersey Jack is announcing something, I think I had read this somewhere. Somebody said, is there a chance that, um, they're going to lower the price? Is there a chance they're going to lower the price? And, I would. I've never expected pinball to to lower in price, but I do know what Jurassic Jurassic Park. Well, well, I do know what JJP. The amount of product they have out right now, sitting on distributor shelves, I think it would be smart if they lowered the price. But, but do I, we know if they're going to do it or not? I That's do not. I don't the know. Question. That. I is think the it would question be if we know they're going to do it, or is the question do we think they should? I know nothing. I know nothing. Well, I'm so, saying, what's the question? I, well, yeah, what is do the we, question? Do we Joel? think? Do we think they will? Do they? Th- I think the answer is no. Do I, I think they should? Yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they will, but I think it would cool. be a good move to try okay. to figure out how to cut costs or how to kind of pivot a little bit to get a little bit more competitively priced with everybody else. Because I mean, obviously, Godfather, it looks great. GNR look great toy story for what it was it looked great as mm-hmm. well but obviously the prices they're way up there compared to everything else and if you're seeing people give pushback to stern over their prices they're certainly going to get pushback the prices on any other company as well so that's just for something sure. to be aware yeah. of but who knows yep i don't know if they can go up or go down uh what do we got ryan williams why people care only what travis thinks and if Triple Drain is turning into a solo drain podcast, hello, I'd like <laughs> oh, yeah. to see a deep thought by Joel Segments. Ooh, I'll have to think, I'll have to, deep I'll think about that. Ryan. All right, Joel, Joel yeah. you got 15 seconds to give us a deep thought. 
I'm not ready for that. I'm over here just, swimming in the. <laughs> just act like you're gonna you're gonna sneeze and you do your little spin thing That's again. Not, no, do let that. me let me ask another. I'll think of one. I'll I'll think of a deep thought. Jeez, uh, Sterling, balls of steel. Uh, what did he say? He said, um, "Cactus Canyon Code coming out next summer is CGC done with remakes. Uh, they are promising they're gonna do another run of Medieval Madness at some point, but after that." After CGC, are they going to dip into another remake? I don't know that. I want them to. I oh, I'm really, sure a lot of people do. I want them to. Yeah. What what game are you looking for, Joel? Um, I don't know. I mean, don't if he did a Papa Duke game, to. that would be pretty Wait, cool. Which game, Joel? What do you want to see? <laughs> well, yeah. that's what I love about Cactus go, Canyon. Is right now. The best Spit it Cactus out. Cactus Canyon's already been made. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Deep thoughts with Joel. I don't, <laughs> Cir- I don't know. Circus Voltaire. No, I wouldn't want that. Like, I, uh, I think Tales of the Arabian Night or, or um, okay, Theater yeah, of Magic would be pretty cool. But I would love for them to do what they're doing with Cactus Canyon. If they took Tales for the Arabian Night and then released some additional code. code to actually bring, oh, yeah. make, modernize I, the game a little bit, it would be sick. That. Yeah. 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 I'm super impressed with CGC and their build quality in the machines that they make. So... I'm I like feel I'm annoyed. Like if if they remade if they did another run of Monster Bash, I'd probably get one. If they did another run of Medieval Madness, I'd probably get one. Like I really like so you those. Don't games. have enough room. I know, I know, I know. Uh do we think Stern will increase their prices for 2024? I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. I don't too. think they will. I, I don't see how they can right now. But um, never say never. I hope they don't. Yeah. Uh, new pinball alley sign. Is it worth it? We're already paying $2,000 for <laughs> toppers. I've, That's I not just going to place that. in my place. It would, it would set up Tom. Are you tempted at all to get I, one? Uh, no. Cause I really don't have any room for it and it won't fit above my toppers. <laughs> oh, bummer. Uh, Travis might <laughs> Travis. Hey, take it in everybody. Everybody watching this right now, take in his background it took him this long to to make it look decent. This is it. This is the last time we're seeing this room because Travis bought a house. Travis bought a house, so we'll have to see what the what his studio looks like. Um, we all know Monica's going to paint it. It's going to look great, and um, it's probably going to be a closet or something. Initially, it's, it's going to be <laughs> yeah. We've got to start from the bottom. Work its way, <laughs> it's going to be up. pretty so, sad yeah, at the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. But your new place, you might be able to fit that topper or not topper that that sign. Oh, the pinball. Yeah, yeah. I mean we, we got we got a little room. Do it. Yeah. A little bit. All it's right. not it's not like Tom esque with his <laughs> toppers or anything. Uh, Tom, what is going too far when modifying a game for a tournament? Something oh. you've experienced or don't or wouldn't want to play. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely going too far, um, you know, making making games so tilty, like you breathe on it and it tilts. Uh, um, just uh, in general, th- there's a lot of things you can do, like slight things, like just making the slings really sensitive to your games. That would do wonders to make a game tougher where you don't have to necessarily, you know, pull posts out and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But there, there is going too far. And I think, I think some games have, have gotten there in tournaments. 
Yeah, and, yeah. And that's frustrating. Yeah, we've talked about this before, that there's been a few tournaments where the feedback is the games are so hard, it's just not even fun. Like, it's not even really fun. It's just who survives the longest, basically, on the pin. And when you yeah. when you... When you remove the actual skill aspect of the game and every pin is just luck and chance and hope, you know, that the ball just stays in bounds a little longer. Well, there's there's making a pin brutal and then there's making a pin like disgustingly brutal yeah. that you don't even want to flip the ball. I mean, it's yeah, there's there's got to be like a happy medium. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's dependent on the game too, because uh, you don't necessarily want to make a game like Stars super tough because it's already tough. Do you sense. agree, Travis? Yep. No, I agree. The I guess the one thing I think people go a little bit overboard with is having, and I played on a few pins like this before, where the tilt is so tight that a ball in the pop bumpers is causing danger. <laughs> Yeah, you're not even touching the pin. Like that, yeah, that that in itself is not fun. So, if you ever want to put on tight tilt, just keep that in mind. I I think that the way to go with pinball, especially in tournaments, of course, you don't need games playing forever, but you need them playing fair. Yeah. So it's almost like finding a balance, an equilibrium balance. That I would rather see the pins be made a little bit more difficult as opposed to making the modes on hard or something like that. Like just keep the modes and the multi-ball on default. You can go ahead and open up the outlanes if you want. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to do that and you're going to make the pin steeper, go ahead and loosen up the tilt a little bit. Let somebody be able to move the pin. Because if the outlanes are just super wide open and you can't even move the pin and all the settings are on hard, (laughs) that's just, that's not fun at all. And I've played in tournaments like that before. Yeah. And it's, it's gotten to where the couple of times I just said to hell with it and just went and got a beer and just <laughs> stopped caring. Cause it's just, yeah. I mean, that's why we all play pinball. We want to have fun. Yeah, what so, about fun. like, what about lightning flippers? Like, would you, are you okay if they put yeah, lightning flippers yeah, on I every mean, game? It, like I said, yeah, it depends on the game. If you do it on, you know, again, you put lightning flippers on stars, you know, I'm going to tell that person to go F themselves, you know, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, but yeah, I mean, if it, a long, a long playing stern game, sure, put lightning flippers on it. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, we had lightning flippers on the Godzilla at Free Play Florida last year, and that was actually really fun. Yeah, it wasn't play. It, it it played great, actually. I didn't think yeah, it played. It was bad. a different nuance to it, and it was just, yeah, it made the game a lot of fun. I mean, the game's already fun, but yeah. I was just after doing that, I was like, hell, I might want to put lightning flippers on mine at my house. So yeah. I've never had that thought. Nope. Never had it. Um, you've, you've had thoughts. I need to put on more precision flippers. I think I think Travis and I would agree. Like you know, you just don't want to take skills away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know that that should be there. Um, yeah. By making a game that difficult. Well, yeah, is. the game needs to stay competitive. Yeah, and it doesn't need to devolve into just who does the best skill shots. For right. all three or all five balls. That's right. not fun. No, and that's that's why I've seen I've seen some people, and I, I won't name the tournaments, but I've seen some people just absolutely brutalize even EMs. And it's yeah. just like, why? You know, it just because that makes it to where a lot of people just get super frustrated. And it's just overall, you take the fun out of it. And the last thing any of us want to do is travel somewhere mm-hmm. and not have fun. 
You know, I don't mind if I lose. I don't like to lose, but hey, it happens. We all have to keep doing it eventually. Yep. But I want the game to at least play fair and I want it to at least be fun. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jeremy here, I think tried to call you out here, Travis. Could you talk about how Travis (laughs) said that no more Stranger Things are going to be made at the beginning of the year? (laughs) And I stand by that statement. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because he said, uh, Travis, he actually Mm -hmm. commented on this. He said, October isn't the beginning of the year. That was (laughs) was his answer. Um, uh, It would be interesting to get Travis takes on what pinball manufacturers he thinks may be on the ropes and how their next release could impact whether they can stay in business. Um, I'd like all three Ooh. of your guys' takes, he said. Okay. Travis Moore, from his perspective, somebody who works for a pinball dealer. I would assume because you work for a pinball distributor or dealer, you probably have to filter your take. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could totally yeah. just burn every yeah. bridge yeah. right now in the next 10 <laughs> seconds. I totally could. Now, I, I'll just say this. I think from a business perspective, it, it does concern me where the pinball industry is headed right now. And a large part of that is because there's just where the prices are at right now. Obviously people are having to make choices over how they want to spend their income with uh, mortgage rates, just going way up with the cost of living, going way up gas, groceries, everything. College, going tuition. To college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's so many things going up. And so there's only so many people like the pinball industry, the pinball buyer base is big, but at some point though, we're going to find that ceiling. And at some point there's going to be more demand or more supply than demand. Whereas the other way we saw there's more demand than supply. So obviously supply is catching back up. So the question really becomes then what are people willing to pay and what's their utility for the current products coming out, which means what are the themes going to be like? What are the designs going to be like? What are the rules going to be like? How are the rule cards going to be designed? Like all these well, nobody things. nobody reads them. Who cares, right? right? Exactly. All these things we need to think of. And it's just, you know, I, I think a lot of people don't realize how difficult it truly is making pinball. Mm-hmm. When you really get down to it from the conception of a design, from figuring out a rule set, to figuring out sound design, to figuring out animations, to figuring out the artwork. Light and shows. that's just, yeah, that's all to come together just to get to the point to even just manufacture it. Then you're talking about manufacturing at that point. Then you're talking about getting a game in a box. Then you got all the shipping logistics. So there's just so much that goes into it. And, you know, I, I am a little bit concerned with what's going to happen. come 2024, how the industry is going to react to the different pins that are coming out and whether or not certain companies can get pins out in time. Cause obviously if you announce a game and you're not producing it, at scale and it's not coming out in volume people aren't responding to it then you know what's happening because you're not bringing in much revenue so that's just yeah all all that's concerns for me and i'm sure people can kind of see what companies out there that they could probably draw their own conclusions what they what they think how the industry is going to go but you know i i think that it's just pinball itself is in a unique spot. And I think we're seeing it really happen very quickly where you see third-party market going, used games going. Yeah. You know, we're we're seeing a lot of Stern Pros right now be around 5,000. I've seen a couple at 4,800. And those are prices I have not seen in years. And yeah, people people might be celebrating it like, oh yeah, prices are coming down, all this and that. But that just means that if the prices are going down that much, 
that means those new inbox games aren't going to move as quickly because other people are going to see that. And if they're used to churning through games, well, what would be the point of them buying a new inbox game? Why not just wait two months and get a game? And there's a lot of people thinking that way. So, you know, that's, that's an obvious concern, but I think overall, as long as good games are produced and as long as manufacturing keeps up a steady pace, you know, I, I think that overall everything will be just fine long-term, but short-term though, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see how this plays out going into uh, quarter one, quarter two, and quarter three of next year. It's a good answer. Uh, Tom, you want to just go ahead and burn those bridges? Do you want to go ahead and call, <laughs> call anybody else? No, I don't because I yeah. already have a couple of hitmen after me for some <laughs> comments I made. So I, I better I better take the Fifth Amendment on this one. Yeah, I, I, I'm, no, I'm no marketing expert. I'm no business expert. I'm, I don't. I, I don't know any of that, but it's when I look at some of these companies and there's a handful of companies out there that have had, you know, either one, two, three or more releases recently that haven't sold particularly well. If, if that's the case, it's, it kind of becomes a, well, how long can you go? How long can you go? Um, and then you have other companies that they sell out all their allotment day one, but then they take so long to make them that sure they they earned a lot of money when they initially sold out but that money can only be stretched so far and it makes you wonder how far can it go um i mean i'm not cgc i i like i said i love cgc i would love to buy more games from them i'm super impressed with them i was a little nervous when i told zach i wanted to get an se plus like i was really nervous like is cgc going to be able to get all the le's out yet alone make the se pluses it wasn't until Pulp Fiction came around, then then I had a little more reassurance of like, well, at least here's another game with a little more revenue that can support this. But I I want them to be in business for many, many, many more years. Um, but even even you look at a juggernaut like Stern, I mean, they just brand new factory. That's a lot of money to cha- to move all that over. I know Venom hasn't sold exactly the way they wanted it to. I don't agree. I think it's a great game. I want more people to play this game. Foo Fighters really was awesome, but then Bond didn't do particularly well before that. But luckily, the next game that's coming is Elwyn. Pretty confident that's going to do just fine. So I I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about Stern. Um, but yeah, there's some other manufacturers out there. I don't know. There's a lot of big question mark here, and it's weird to be in this hobby now and Travis is gone. Uh, Cameras cost a lot more too now, Joel. It's weird to see so many games in stock. It is very weird that so many games are in stock. Well, and and that's, that's the tough part too, is to consider this. If you see a ton of games in stock, that means that that business or that particular business has cash tied up in that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, I mean, we, we talked about this in terms of, or what was it? Cash grabs or money grabs, whatever people's calling it. It's like, yeah, yeah, there's cash grabs everywhere. That's why we're all in this business because we have to make a profit. We have to make a living. So yeah, that's, I, I don't know. That's my biggest concern for a lot of people is how's their cash flow going to be? Cause it was super easy to not have to worry about it during 2020, 2021, early 2022 when everything's flying. But once things stop flying yeah. and cash gets tied up, well, maybe you got to manage it a little bit, which what are we going to see more or what are we going to see sooner? Are we going to see a pinball company fold or are we going to see distributors fold? 
Like, which is the red flag? Are, are distributors going to run? Yeah, get out you'll of, see. Well, get out of I think first, I think you'll see dealers, dealers hold okay. before a manufacturer. Yeah, because there is okay. a difference between dealers and distributors. Distributors would be the huge, huge ones. But yeah, I think it's it's likely you'll see dealers go out of business. Like, not any of the big ones, but mm-hmm. you got to remember, there's just so many of them mm-hmm. that somebody could just as easily they're running it as a hobby. Which I mean, that's fine. That's their that's their choice, and they may just as easily say to hell with it. I don't want to mess around with it doing this i want to go off and do something else so yeah that's just part of business we're never going to run at 100 percent capacity so yeah at some point somebody's got to fold or at some point somebody's got to sell off that's just it's part of doing business but yeah it's it's not it's not easy this isn't an easy time frame because the easy time frame is when you have a theme that's just going to sell everything you don't have to worry about your allocation you just know that day one you're going to get phone calls off the hook you're going to get all your pre-orders. You're going to get yeah. everybody saying they, they want the LDs, all this and that. That didn't happen for a lot of people to Venom. And that's, that's kind of new for a lot of people. That's kind of new. That hasn't been happening for a long time, for a few years. So, you know, sure. I, I don't think it's time to sound the alarm completely yet, but it's definitely, it should be an indicator of what the current pinball buyer is willing to accept and what they're not willing to accept. Whether that's through theme, whether that's through design, whether that's through art, whatever, like all these are clues, you know, and you just got to find a way. What what will the masses accept? You want to find something that the majority will want. And that's how you'll start to move X amount of units again. Yeah, that's always the goal for any any company out there. All right. Last question before we wrap her up. Um, Ash asks types of rubbers used in competition. I've been using clear perfect plays as they are much cleaner, but they're so bouncy that I'm considering going back to standard rubbers. So specifically for competition, is there a go-to like district 82? What is it that Eric just stocks up on? <laughs> um, I'm not a hundred percent sure what, what he uses. I know on some of his games, he has, uh, uh, like silicone rubbers, like super bands for the flippers. On other ones, he has the nice bouncy red rubber. Um, and, and other ones, he just has a traditional black rubber. But uh, as far as flippers go, and, and mostly the other rubbers are like your standard white or black kind of rubber rings. Just traditional rubber. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know for me personally, like at home, I have tried the, like the perfect play, uh, rubbers and I don't necessarily care for them. I mean, they, they play fine. They're easy to clean. That's the nice thing, but I, I'm just more of a traditionalist and I like mm-hmm. the, you know, the traditional rubbers. I like, I like the like black or red flipper rubber on my games. Um, don't really care for super bands. Super bands are great on location cause they just don't wear out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I totally understand somebody like operating a game and using them. But as far as tournaments go, I, I really don't like them cause they, the balls just don't bounce off of them, yeah. uh, after a while, you know, but, uh, that's, that's my take on it. Cool. I would say uh, Suzo Hat Red Rubbers. Yeah, those are good ones. That, that's why I like it. Yeah, I have that on all my pins. So you see that at a lot of high-level tournaments. Like Aren't at those Nationals, really bouncy? IFPA. 
Yeah, a little bit. They, you have to definitely be on your your catches and your drop catches and everything. And it kind of adds like a weird spin to the ball a little bit too if you're not quite used to it. But honestly, if you learn how to play with Suzo Haps, you can pretty much play with any rubber out there. It makes everything else just feel super easy. So huh. I would always tell everybody, if you want to get better at the game, get some Suzo Haps and put it on your favorite machine at home. Interesting. Um, you know, me and my tournament perspective, um, I no, I just leave everything as stock. So I like the I used to be all about Titan uh, silicon rubbers. I think they're awesome. I think they look amazing. I used to like change all uh, my what, rubbers. What and all change, my Joel? Uh, well, one, <laughs> borrowing games, I'm not going to waste time replacing them. And t- it's just like, like on Godzilla, I, I've been modding the heck out of it, but I just don't have any interest in changing the rubbers. I'm I'm totally so you, fine you're with You're modding everything else but, but the, the rubbers. gameplay. Yeah, it's like the stock. I'm totally fine with Did you with put the, the precision flippers on I have not put this precision okay. flippers on Godzilla yet. <laughs> but I'm totally fine with just standard black rubber on the flippers. Um, I'd consider changing maybe the slings to a clear silicone just because it lets more light through. But other than that, I'm I'm good. I'm good with what I got. But well, thank you, thank you for everybody that uh, sent in questions. I appreciate that. Um, I think we just we are over two hours, so I think crushed it. Is, it. I think it yeah. is. Isn't that a usual time. episode? Yeah, usually we shoot for right at about two, and we are over it. We are over it tonight. <laughs> when have we ever gone below two? Uh, episode early, three, early on, <laughs> early on. Yeah. You guys remember when this podcast started out? Our plan was forty five minutes, and that's it, and then we'll be done. <laughs> Yep, but now, now being that we record like every two, three, four ish weeks, you know, we, we know. make the most of it. We make the only most we of did it. it weekly. Yeah, weekly, we did weekly four hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's plug it up. Um, Tom, go for it. I uh, I do a podcast called Triple Drain mm. right here. Mm-hmm. I also do streaming pinball for Fox City's pinball, which is what I. It's my job. I, I don't have anything else. I don't do yeah. anything else. Nothing it's else. My life. Yeah. Please, please follow me. Yes, please follow. So <laughs> give him all the love. He's gonna be. Um, he's gonna be streaming a lot over the next two weeks. Yeah. So definitely check yeah. him out. There's yeah. actual chains by the rig. It's it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Well, thank you, Tom. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> thank you. I look forward to watching. Um, Travis, plug away. You guys can find me right here on Triple Drain, and you can find my content over at my job on the Pinball Company's YouTube channel. And we're actually, Joel, you'll love this. We're coming out with a new video tomorrow. So I guess by the time this comes out, I'll already be out. But I'm going to teach people how to beat Venom at their launch party, not beat the whole game. Oh. Just try to win your launch party. So I give my exact strategy that I would do. Well, me try it. Maybe I should try it. Get you know, set some high scores on mine. Well, yeah, you could you could do that. But I broke a billion. Well, I broke. I didn't show. I didn't show it on this one. But honestly, if somebody's playing Venom and they just generally don't have a clue and they want the easy way to do it, just pick Peter Parker and just play as Peter Parker the whole entire time because you can still get your locks and your carnage is worth so much more mm. during that time too. So that's They're what chilling. I would recommend. Okay. All right. So if you're going to a Venom launch party, pick Peter Parker. You're on your own from there, but that's if, what you're saying. If you don't know what's going on. Got it. But after you watch the video, you'll know yeah, exactly what's going on. You could decide if you want to use that strategy or not. Nice. Well, cool. Um, and yeah, my name is Joel. I do this incredible podcast, Triple Drink Football Podcast. I also do the the flipping out stream every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight. 
uh, where we rotate doing like a chatting stream with flipping out with friends or an actual gameplay stream. Uh, we're streaming this week. I think we're going to play a little Rick and Morty before it leaves the house. Um, and then, um, after expo, we will probably do a flipping out with friends, just doing like an expo review, which should be a good time. Um, I also did an interview with Brian Eddy that was posted a few days ago. It was really fun talking to him. So check out that interview. Um, and that was not Joel and friends. That was flipping out and friends, right? It's you always, have a Joel and friends? No, it's always been flipping <laughs> out with sure friends. For sure, he nope. had a Joel and friends <laughs> it's, somewhere. It's, it's Joel and friends. It's does. always been flipping out with friends. <laughs> Tom, didn't he have no. a Joel and friends somewhere? No, we, no. we made we made that shit. You up. made that up, and you've been rolling with it. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, like always, uh, Tom, you get the last words. Uh, have fun at your tournaments and expo. <laughs>